Hey everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time and you can still win playing underdog fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Attention. Attention. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime prime time. It's XL Prime Time featuring Joe C. Matt Hayes. Big asses. No. Big thighs. Yeah. Mia O'Brien. Bent over and let it happen. And Leon Searcy. So they were smelling themselves. Oh. How you like me now? <laughs> How you like I'll tell you what you can smell. Here at Leonard Truck Accessories, uh, some prizes, a chance to win big as we are on the road, XL Primetime, on Blanding Boulevard, and would love to see some of you over here in the OP. Uh, anybody that wants to drop on by, it's worth the trip. We'll be telling you all about what we've got going on here, but just know this, people, uh, as I look around the table and I look at all the people that are already inside Leonard Truck Accessories, you've got a chance to win an $8,000 golf cart. You've got a chance to win some other killer prizes. The kids, you can pick up some fishing rods for them. You can get a spray-in bed line or a $500 gift card, a kid's power wheels Jeep. How cool would you, if you're dad or mom look if you bring in that power wheels jeep for your kids and then that coleman golf cart valued at eight thousand dollars big sirs we have uh, looked around we've spun the wheel and I, I gotta tell you this mia and matt i watched leon after he spun the wheel walk back with a little Werner plastic toolkit. He's got his handy little toolkit that he can take back to to, to, to the house. Well, listen I, got a, <laughs> I, listen, I got a little jealous here because I walked in the store and Matt Hayes walks in here and he's got the Leonard's hat and everything. I'm like, where'd you get that hat from, bro? He said, go to the table, bro. Trucker hat. Got the trucker hat. Man, I got me the, got me a little pocket knife and uh, got me a little... I don't know what I'm going to do with this paint bucket because I am not a utility <laughs> man. I ain't going to do nothing with the paint Let bucket. Let me tell you something. I might buy that off of Bro, you, you put, yeah. put a little ice in it, put some cold I, ones I, in I, it. Great minds think alike. That was a genius idea. Absolutely. This is also why you watch on YouTube, although I did take a video version, so it will be posted here shortly. Well, I mean, at some point we have to go out there with maybe with our YouTube and show that card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to come down here and put your name in for this card. Yeah, and when you walk in the – look, we've been to a lot of great places, and we love it that we have this alignment with all these businesses around the First Coast, and we get to trip all over the place, and we've had some great times. And you walk into a place like that, and I'm just going to go out on a limb. just going to go out on a limb. Raise your hand if you're a Duval, Nassau, Clay County, St. John's, Nooner, driving a truck. Okay? Right now, <laughs> a bunch of you raised your hand. I could hand. spend a lot of money in this place. Yes. Tell you that right now. And so you've got the, the, the toolboxes. You've got all sorts of other accessories. You've got the liners, and they've got sampling where you can kind of see and feel it. Uh, and uh, you, you come inside, and you see, obviously, what they can do for you. They've got all the name brands, all the stuff that you would expect. Uh, so definitely drop on by. Well, listen, they took me outside. They showed me this F-150 that they lifted mm-hmm. and put the sound system in and all that kind of stuff, man. Make me want to buy a truck, bro. Yeah. So I might come and join the family. I'm out to join the family. I love it. I mean, I he's going to put no. together. He's going to put together the numbers. I'm not sure how sure how soon I'm going to get the truck, but it's going to be soon. But I might have to come here and get that. All truck right. Well, lifted. take me back in time yeah. because if I remember the story correctly, mm-hmm. first round draft pick Leon Cersei dropped a lot of dough I on did. a Jaguar. Okay? I did. He took it up to Pittsburgh, up to the Steel City, which led to a couple of teammates laughing at him, going, yeah. "What the hell are you doing with a Jaguar up mm-hmm. here?" And did you go and buy a truck after that? I did. I went okay. and bought a Dooley, a diesel Dooley. <laughs> 
right. Absolutely, I did. And now, that is Big Sur size. That is Big Sur size. That was more accommodating to me. The, the Jaguar was more showing off, all right? The Dooley was really who I really was. <laughs> all right, so if you do drop by, you will see everything. And we're talking, like, like Leon just described, from the wheels up, all right? That means they can create the sound, the look, the feel, the ride, the, you know, everything that you want. Uh, Leonard Truck Accessories right here on Blanding, 77 39 Blanding. Real easy to punch in. 77 39. You can call JJ if you need the address. Bottom line is if you're heading uh, over the Buckman, you're on 295, you get off on Blanding, hike a right, uh, and you're heading to the north. And that's basically it. Look for it on your right hand side. Uh, and you'll see the 1010XL broadcast bus. You'll mm-hmm. see the. What do they call those things? Those floaters, Tommy Champion, the you know the ones that try and the attention grabbers. Anyway, it's all right here, and we are hanging out now. We got plenty to get into, uh, and this is a this is your first football less weekend, first football less weekend that you've had since early August. That's how far back we're going. Now you can call whatever that thing is in Orlando, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> you can call that flag football. Uh, but this is the first footballers weekend. That you're and let have. me just say this now: I'm, this is not a knock on the sport because I know it's people out there that watch it. But I'm at the cigar lounge, and there's uphill motocross on TV. Oh okay? yeah. Okay, there's uphill motocross on TV, and then there's monster truck jumps. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that is what I had to watch over the last. By the way, I love couple both of them. Of them. Okay, I, that's why I say not a knock because that's that, you know it's for some, it's not for you know everybody. Right. But that but that was was on the TV, and then it was. It was, of course, it was Super Bowl highlights and everything. And I got to admit, as much as I hated it, yeah, the Pro Bowl games was on, and mm-hmm. I was forced to watch it. Yeah, it, you can't help but but at least check in because I, I voted in a poll that said, "What would you do with the Pro Bowl? Go back to playing the game, mm-hmm. scrap it all together, or keep it as is, which is the skills competition?" And at the very least, you do see the stars come out. Derrick Henry had a big old smile on his face. C.D. Mm-hmm. Lamb had a big old smile on his face. And you can go with Ross Madison and Josh Allen and the other guys, you know, Jaguars that were there. Uh, there are definitely uh, guys that go and enjoy it, the camaraderie of being yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what I thought was pretty cool, you know, although he doesn't play for us anymore, but he did start in Jville. It, you know, Gardner Minshew is now an all-pro. Mm-hmm. Listen, I had to fight. Pro sc- bowler. Pro bowler. All, yeah, well, all, okay, yeah. listen, I had to scratch, fight, and bite, and chew to get my, you know, pro bowler bid when my time came in 99. And I can always say that. And no, yeah. no matter how he got there, he got there. It was good to see him yesterday uh, throwing the ball against the other competitors. Yeah, it, it's funny in, that you bring this up, and, and we can make it a saucy nug instead of a, instead of a um, perfecto. Mm-hmm. But what other former Jags are there? Mm. What are the former Jags? At the Pro Bowl? Well, yeah. first of all, yeah. the weapon. Yeah. The yeah. weapon most yeah. notable among them. And I was most upset, and I understand seniority, that the weapon Brian Anger was able mm-hmm. to participate in the golf event mm-hmm. opposed to Ross Mattisick, mm-hmm. which I know they needed to utilize his snapping talent in the snapshots or whatever they call right. it. Mm-hmm. I was upset, man. I know Ross was hoping to do some of the golf sure. events. Come now, on but, now. But whenever you do golf event, it does scream punter. Uh, and so Brian Anger, yeah, he's not a punter. He's a weapon. So he's one of the former Jags that mm-hmm. are down at the Pro Bowl. And so the, you know, the, that guy has been around forever. It was one of – Gene Smith's last picks. <laughs> mm. We're going back to twenty. We're going back to yeah. We're going back to twenty thirteen. Yeah, uh, and that was when Russell Wilson came into the league in the third round, mm-hmm. and Brian Anger was selected before Russell Wilson. So yeah, there you go. We we've got uh, a couple of other perfectos that we'll throw out throw at you today. But 
when you look at old Jags, there aren't too many of them mm-hmm. that have gone on to superstardom, but Brian Angers had himself a career. And for that matter, Jason Myers, the kicker, two special teams guys uh, that were part of your Jaguars uh, in recent past, are still on rosters making Pro Bowls, which is something else. All right, now, as we get into this weekend uh, and, and talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, just to set up the conversation, we asked the question yesterday, you lean in more Chiefs, you lean in more Niners, if you change your mind, you can hit the text line, designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010, from what you saw Sunday to maybe heading into this weekend. You can also hit us on YouTube, uh, just search 1010XL and, and, and just chat with us there. But the energy ramps up, Leon. I'm, I'm making a guess here, an educated guess. The energy ramps up pretty big this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, well, listen, I, the game was Sunday, so, I mean, all the celebration stuff is pretty much out the door. You haven't made the trip to Vegas yet, whatever. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure they're not doing anything real physical. Right now, it's probably more mental reps. There's a mm-hmm. lot of film. There's a lot of breakdown. There's a lot of cut up on first down situations, second down situations, third down situations, short yardage, goal line, special teams. All those things are factored in on what both sides are doing right, right now. And then you're going outside. You're still getting your lifting. You're still getting your treatment in. You're getting your film. And then you're doing fast-paced walkthroughs mm-hmm. because the bank, they don't want to bang yet. It's too early to be banging. Right. I think that they'll probably get in some work as far as banging goes next week, probably a day or two just to get them to feel about, you know, pushing and tugging on each other. But right now I would, I would anticipate most of the stuff is going to be more mental reps, mm-hmm. give your body some rest, treatment, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you've got to ask yourself, when is the, uh, like, the urgency for both sides to prove something? Now let's just go back real quick, Matt. Kansas City Chiefs. And the San Francisco Niners played in this bowl four years ago. That was a close ball game, and we have talked about it, referenced it a bunch, how close San Francisco was. Jimmy Garoppolo, we would be thinking of him in a different way had he won that football game. Right. But the bottom line is, who feels, who feels the pressure this week? Kyle Shanahan maybe as much as anybody. 100%, yes. From, I mean, just from his postseason past there you go. alone. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, only losing the Super Bowl, but – Losing the, losing the Super Bowl when all you had to do was run the ball. Yeah. And then losing the Super Bowl when if, if your quarterback connects with a deep ball, you win another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's completely on him. I think the Chiefs are going in there. And you know what? You know what the Chiefs are saying? We're good. We got 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got uh, but, 15 on our side. But We're he all could good. Be, he could be mm-hmm. a two-ring wearing coach as an assistant if they choose to run the ball against the Patriots when he was yeah. the coordinator mm-hmm. for Atlanta. And then, like we said, what happened? And then you also could go with Brock Purdy gets hurt against the Philadelphia Eagles in the championship game this past year. Who knows if he's healthy if they weren't there. Now we know the Philadelphia Eagles right. made it, so you can't you know undo history like that. But we're talking about three legit opportunities for him. And, heck, they've been to a handful. Of, they've been to as many championship games as anybody in the National Football League, and they've also been to a bunch of them here of late. So, yeah, a lot of – I mean, there's, there's a lot of pressure on, on Brock Purdy, too, and not because of the whole is he worthy or not. I mm-hmm. think any time you're a quarterback and you go up against Pat Mahomes – there's pressure. Yeah. Because yeah. he's the bar. Right. He is clearly the bar. So now it's up to you to show exactly where you are along that scale. Are you close to him? How far away are you? Right. You know what I mean? Because th- that's what every quarterback goes through. Like, if you don't think Trevor Lawrence was a little nervous playing the Chiefs earlier this year because I, Mahomes uh, is on the other side, you're out of your mind. I, I, of I course put, he was. Yeah, I put a label on it, it uh, that Trevor and, for that matter, Doug Peterson, coach and quarterback press when they play yeah, sure. Patrick. 
Okay, yeah. when they see Patrick, they start to feel yeah. like they got to match him, and that yeah. ain't easy to do. Yeah, I mean, that's why what I tried to do is whenever I played an opponent, I say, "What's in the name?" I, I, yeah. I, I didn't take much emphasis in the name, no matter who I was going up against, because I figured that when I stepped out on that field, I was the baddest man on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you give yourself, if you give your opponent that mental advantage over you, you've already defeated yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I hope that, I hope that Brock Purdy, because the scenario looks like David versus Goliath, mm -hmm. to, to be quite honest with you. You're talking about a guy who makes 560K a year to a guy who makes 53 million a year. And this guy who's been to so many Super Bowls and so many championships. That's a 10%. I'm just saying, all I'm just saying is that he can't go on there and assess within his mindset that, man, that's Patrick Mahomes, man. I got to know. You got to play within your element. You got to play within your game. You got you. The competition is not between you and Patrick. It's against how good can you be on this day. That's all well and good. You I'm know just that. saying. That's See, all well and good. you're the reason why teams the go in there and they just lose it. When they see Patrick Mahomes, bro, but yeah. you're a right tackle. Yeah, All right. it's different. Like it, I've seen my share of guys, I could have, I could have, I could have lost. I mean, I could have given them the still uh, mano a yeah. mano. Or it's still a man on man. Say, man on I mean, mano. whether it was Reggie or Derek Thomas or Michael Strahan. When you initially saw guys. Reggie, were you like, ooh? I, I, I paused. <laughs> <laughs> I paused, but I had to gather myself. Yeah. I had yeah. to shake it off. Well, I, 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 well, I'm sure Trevor paused too, and then realized, uh, all right, I'm, I got to do this. All right, okay, so listen to this. All right, listen to this, and we'll 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 start this conversation because this is going to be another conversation with the whisperer, Denny Thompson, mm -hmm. on Monday. But Cam Newton, JJ, fired up for me. Cam Newton is, I guess it's his podcast or on a podcast, and basically says that Brock Purdy ain't the best player on that football team. Now, look, we all know we gravitate to the quarterback. He's the most important position. But Cam, who kind of stirred the pot when he said, you know, there ain't no great quarterbacks in the league right now. There's a bunch of game managers. Uh, roll this soundbite, and this is Cam Newton on Brock Purdy. I've never said that Brock Purdy was trash. What I did say is Brock Purdy is a game manager. That's not Hey, that's just what I feel to be facts. But I still reserve the right to say this. To be labeled a game changer, Brock Purdy has to be the best player on the offensive side of the ball. Mm. And that's not the case. And who's the best player? Christian McCaffrey. If you add in a defensive talent and you add in an offensive talent, Brock Purdy is the 10th best player on his team. Well, anytime you preface when you say a guy, I'm not saying he's trash. He's, you're saying he's he's just, the thought the <laughs> right. thought is there although it didn't come out your mouth but no he he's well he's not lying that Brock Bird is not the best player on the team on the offensive side yeah. of the ball that's that's true for reference and, and what's the problem with him being I mean he's only been in the league two years right he's only been in the league two years I mean he didn't start until I, I think what was it week uh, yeah. eight week no eight, at least week eight which yeah. was around yeah. the time yeah. Christian McCaffrey was acquired from the yeah, Carolina Panthers week seven Panthers. Christian McCaffrey was acquired and then it was week eight Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo yeah. goes down because yeah. in that moment if you're a San Francisco fan you're like oh no here we go again another quarterback yeah. injury and that's the part of this that we like forget about it we've talked numerous times this week about the fact that the Niners only have two two players on their injury report right now and they're considered bumps and bruises when you look at the last four years since they last went to the Super Bowl this Niners team oh, has been healthy. banged up no no over the San Francisco Niners this year they're healthy yeah. over yeah. the last yeah. four years yeah, yeah. no team mm. has been more banged up than right. that no no my answer back to you is oh they're healthy today no no, no yeah. that's what I'm saying yeah. but that's why when they first, when Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, because mind you, they already had Trey Lance, who was supposed to be their savior, the guy that was different from the last guy and was mm -hmm. going to take them over the top. 
He goes down with a season-ending season leg injury. Then you see Jimmy Garoppolo carted off. If you're a Niner fan, you're like, yeah, we just dealt for Christian McCaffrey, but we don't have a quarterback. If you go back to, what was it, November of last year, I don't think you're seeing this jubilation and this, oh, my goodness, oh, no. Brock Purdy will save us. That's where I think, if anything, you look at what he's done. And they certainly were clicking on all cylinders before, but not missing a step and not missing a beat is what has been perhaps most impressive. Put it to you well, this way. Well, let me ask you a yeah. question real quick, yeah. Joe. Does he complement the offense or does the offense complement him? That's the question. He, he is great, like, yeah. like when we argue with Denny about yeah. where would he be if he was with another team, you certainly can make that argument. Mm -hmm. but, but the backlash of, of that is, you know, why do you have to make that argument? He is where he is and he's succeeding, True. and I totally get it. But you, are, like, you look at all the players that they have, and this is the point that you made earlier this week that I thought as much as we have said, hey, look at what Brock Purdy's working with, that's the reason why he's as good as he is. You pointed out what Miami has, what mm. Dallas has. You can go down the line with what L.A., the Chargers. The Chargers and, and, and so he is succeeding more than those other guys. And even though he may not be the best player on that football team, he's making – no one is ticked off at him. How about that? Yeah. No one is ticked off. No one is C.D. lambing him or Mama lamb, C.D. lambing him mm -hmm. because he ain't getting him the football. Now, if they lose, that might happen. Yeah. But for the here well, and now, he's balling. Well, as far as NFL terms go, he's still a baby. He's still burping. He's still got Similac on his mouth. Yeah. He's only been in the league. He hasn't been in the league two years. Yeah. And I mean, Formula you got to. You, you <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you got to give him some credit. I mean, what he's doing just doesn't happen in the NFL. I mean, that's a credit to him. That's a credit to Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, he's. And C-Mac He all, is yeah. the. Listen, if this is a jigsaw puzzle, he's the piece. Mm -hmm. He's the missing piece right now. Because this team, over the years, have had, have had good defenses, have had good offensive lines, and good. And then when the quarterback went down, Garoppolo went down, they, they went to shams. Mm -hmm. you know? But now they got a guy in there, They're a young guy, who fits in there properly. I mean, he's being penalized for being in a system that compliments him. There are very few guys that would be the backup player that could step in and do what he's doing. I and now know, he's taking over. I don't, I don't know that he's getting criticized as much as it's just um, he's doing it differently than others. And mm -hmm. I think – Typically, our quarterback heroes are these guys that dominate games with big arms, and that's just not who he is. So I think it's hard for people to wrap their minds around it. Um, if, as far as Leon's question, you know, is it him or is, it, or is the offense being more of him, I don't know that you can even make that, that statement. I, I, I think what he does in that offense, like those scramble plays that he made in the fourth quarter, Won that game for yes, them. Yes, it did. Won and, the and, NFC Championship and, game and, and right, All right, this is how crazy we get, okay? We do get a little crazy. But that's the first time he might have made a Niner fan think of Montana more than, than they expected because of his ability to move. But, Joe but Montana never also, overwhelmed you athletically. No, but you also mm – -hmm. so I was going to say that. Yeah. You know, they, they do not win that NFC Championship game without those scramble plays. But on the other side, there are also plays in the past game where you're like, whoa, that mm -hmm. doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. So, so, and that doesn't mean it does, that's not with every quarterback in the NFL right, but or I every get, quarterback I, in college football, wherever. They all have their spots where you're like, wait a second. Right, and then you're I, like, whoa. I gave you the numbers last week. Outside <laughs> the numbers and, and against pressure, he was one, two, or three in stats. And so he has made smart decisions and made accurate throws, and he's playing in Shanahan's offense, which if you do what you're supposed to do, he's going to make you look good. Mm -hmm. Use Gardner Minshew as an example up there with Shane Steichen. We didn't know whether Gardner would be able to – put a team 
in position to maybe make the playoffs in week 18. But all he did was exactly what that offense was designed to do. He made all the throws. And Brock Purdy's done that. All right, so, all right, go 1 to 10 because Cam Newton said he's the 10th best player on that team. You're going to go Nick Bosa or Christian McCaffrey, number one player? Um, 1 to 10, wow. That's uh, a tough one. No, I think, I, I, I think I, you can easily do 10, actually. I go, I go, I go McCaffrey 1. You go McCAffrey 1? Bosa 2. Bosa 2. Trent, and, and Trent I, Williams I, 3. I can't argue. Who are you going 3? Trent Williams. See, Trent I Williams. Bosa 1. Yeah. Uh, I go Bosa 1, Williams 2. All right, what about, what about Fred Warner? Uh, Fred, Fred Warner. Warner. Is a good you going to go George Kittle good. before you go Fred Warner? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Either, yeah. I, so, and I, I, I think Kittle so, Kittle's important to the DNA. And he's obviously equally as good a blocker as he is a receiver. But yeah. Fred Warner is just involved he's in so every single play. Good. And that's mm. someone who's known George for eight years now. Like yeah. it's there's a difference. And he's certainly integral on every play on offense because of the blocking prowess. But like you cannot deny right. Fred Warner is wherever the ball is oh on my gosh. defense. So we're at what, five now. What, what about was, Debo? Uh, what's right, Debo. Debo. Yeah. Debo, Debo, if okay. anything, has proven he's Six. even more important. I, what about what about Hargrave? What about Armstead? What about uh, seven in the back. Eric Armstead for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How about Greenlaw? Greenlaw's been really good too because he's been that extra guy that you counted on yeah. uh, with oh, yeah. that front he's seven. Ten, ten's about right. Yeah. Ayuk? Ayuk. I was saying Ayuk. Yeah. Yeah. Ayuk. Ayuk's been huge I this year. Ayuk. Which Ayuk really, it's funny, he didn't have the chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. or Trey Lance in the limited starting action there as much as he has with Brock Purdy. He's mm-hmm. been much more of a go-to to Brock Purdy than he was for those other guys. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I like to play the props, and he's one of the guys that I, I constantly zero in on. If he hadn't scored in a couple games, he's going to score. Obviously, he was able to make the big play this past week, and then he got in the end zone. He does look a little bit like Greg Oden in football, one of the oldest, youngest people you've ever seen, Brandon Ayuk. But I don't know. So you'd probably drop in Brock Purdy somewhere around there. Yeah, right. I think he's probably around seven or eight, actually. Yeah. I think yeah. he's probably around there. But, but you also have to look at it this way, and there's no denying this or escaping this. There are quarterbacks that would go in that office and not play as well. Mm-hmm. There are quarterbacks that would go in that office and play well or better, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They had a guy prior who wouldn't have done what he did, mm-hmm. right? They got rid of him. Yeah. And, and look, is, the, is Sam Darnold going to step in there and all of a sudden they're going to be the same offense? No. no but, but, close. but at the same time, the fact that they were able to go one, two, three on their depth chart and, and they had the excuse that Lance was hurt, so he was technically at that time the second – Back, he was the backup to Garoppolo. They both get hurt. They go to Brock Purdy, and all of a sudden you think, I, I don't care what Kyle Shanahan does. He can make magic with it from that position. Well, it's pretty obvious. They looked and said, Trey Lance ain't the dude. And John Lynch, give him credit, man enough to admit it. He said, we've traded up. We gave a hell of a lot away, but we're going to try and recoup some of our losses. We're going to send him on his way. Uh, Jerry Jones picked him up on a dime, and we'll find out what the future is of him. But just imagine – using that much draft capital, and before long you look around and you go, this ain't the dude. That guy that we picked last in the draft is yeah. the dude. What about a GM that just admits when he's wrong and moves on from a pick? Yeah. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. That doesn't happen, It doesn't happen. I know. So refreshing. <laughs> Especially, right, hey, maybe, maybe it does have to do with being a former player in John Lynch. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that. And yes. he said, you know what? Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't care where you were drafted. If you're the best man for the job, you're going to play. That's who's going to Exactly, play. exactly. Yeah. Before we hit our first break, obviously want to let the folks at home know where we are. If you're watching online, we are at Leonard's Trucks and Accessories on Blanding. But also, and J.J. has the sound, we've got three Jaguars in the Pro Bowl. You know how they love to do those selfie videos at the end of games where, you know, mm-hmm. say, hey, Duval, what's up? 
Well, Josh Allen just posted one, and I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, there may be a reference to some talks. JJ, if you could play that sound for us, please. Oh, man, it's your boy J.A. here. You obviously know. My dog Evan just walked away from me. Rawls being a busy man, Mr. All-Pro himself. Uh, and I'm just out here enjoying the weather. You know, it's a beautiful day out here in Orlando. I want y'all to, we, we, got, we got big things in motion, man. And let's get to work. <laughs> that sure. wasn't it wasn't exactly an endorsement, but at least a well, smile on his face. If I was going to get over a hundred million dollars, I'd be excited. You better too. believe it. Uh, and look, he knows it's going to come at some point. Yeah, and it's going to come in some form via tag or via a long term deal. But he knows he's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and it, the the most confident thing Trent Baalke said the other day, uh, other than throwing the, the the coaches under the bus, was that that he's jack, he's going to be a jaguar. And so he knows that he's going to have him the ability to Good tag him. Good imitation, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's a jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, definitely a chance to tag him no matter what. So he knows he's going to be that guy. All and right. by the way, uh, John Party is boots on the ground for us mm-hmm. in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And so he actually talked to Josh Allen with a couple of the other Jaguar reporters. And so we'll have that sound coming a little bit later in the program Yeah, excellent. As well. Because honestly, that's a good one. And we'll play that probably more than once today. So you guys can hit the text line and let us know. That's a good sign uh, if you are looking for movement when it comes to uh, signing him. Now, on the text line real quick, it says Nick Bosa should never – be put before Trent freaking Williams. Just check the HOF resume he already has. So, uh, lineman to lineman, you probably would agree with that. Uh, look, Bosa's great, and you always got to decide, do I want the sack specialist or I want the protector? Yeah. Trent Williams has been money for a long time, yeah, too. absolutely. Which way are you going? Uh, the big fella, always. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right, making sure. Yeah. Making sure. All right, now listen, if you've got that big truck, if you've got that, that ride that you love and you just want to, well, polish it up a little bit, make it look even prettier, Leonard Truck Accessories is where we are. We're right here on Blanding Boulevard, 7739 Blanding Boulevard. Come in, take a look at everything they've got, and get registered. It's so easy. Spin the wheel. you got a chance to win some really cool prizes. All you have to do is use your phone, smartphone, to scan, and you are immediately entered into a chance to win an $8,000 Coleman golf cart. They also have the $500 Leonard gift card, Kids Power Wheel Jeep, set of kids fishing rods, spray and bed liner. They're giving it all away today, and we want you to drop on by and see them. Leonard Truck Accessories right here on Blanding, 7739 Blanding Boulevard. That just happened. Brought to you by Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is from Pete Thamel. The SEC and Big Ten are set to announce that they are setting up an advisory committee it's expected to look at the entire college sports landscape and solutions within it. Loving that. And, and when they say solutions, that's a pretty darn gray uh, area. But I those say, those two means, are the leaders. Right? It's breakaway is what it means. Yeah, that's what. Hey, listen, I've, we've been calling for. I call it Super D one because it's going to happen. Whatever they say, solutions. That's solutions for them. That's a nightmare for the others. It's also here's another thing too, and this is this is this has been talked about among the industry now for a while is if they ever get together and pool their media rights, they could make double what they're making right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The SEC and the Big Ten. If they just became this association on their own, right, had their own playoff, everything, it became basically the AFC versus the NFC, they could double their media rights. Yeah, so here's my question, crazy. Matt, because we already know that expansion has caused the likes of USC and UCLA volleyball and field hockey to have to travel cross-country midweek yeah. to play Rutgers in field hockey, mm-hmm. let's say. If they were to break away, is this all sports or is this just football? It, it'll be. Um, I, it, I, don't, I don't think they're going to leave the money for the basketball tournament on the table. 
mm-hmm. I think they'll start their own tournament. Interesting. Yeah. So they could. It's football only in my mind. Right. Because that's the, here's the thing. And then you create it, the it, other thing. It's you not going to be football only. Yeah. Right. No, there's no way. That's to be the thing that I wanted to make sure our nooners yeah. know. This is not. We're breaking away, and football is separate and independent of the NCAA across the board. This is those two conferences saying we're taking all 14 to 18 of our interscholastic programs and moving to our own little system. And and look, in the beginning, like like you're saying, they could create their own basketball tournament because you're right. They're, they're just taking off the gloves. They, they control everything, the eyeballs, the, the televisions, everything. Uh, but just from the competitive purposes and the big money that you're talking about, I don't know if they could – uh, pull it off in the basketball world. They still could have their own version. You are correct there. Oh, they'll, the, they'll not only pull it off, it'll be yeah. it'll be better than the NCAA. Tournament. Yeah, they could siphon off. But but uh, there are 330 or 350 schools in the college hoops world that you have to deal with. So uh, there would definitely be I, a I lot of it. legal wrangling no, on there's that. No, legal, no, it's yeah. literally they would just break away. Yeah. There's there's I mean, there's really no legal wrangling mm. about it. They'll mm. break away and they'll have their own tournament. And yeah. I get the the joy and the. You know the kind of like Camelot of the young, of the of the little guy winning big games, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, if they pull away and have their own tournament, you're going big on big every game. In yeah, the and you'll watch, you'll watch. I, I just look. I I still love tradition. I always will. I don't mind anything that's new. I embrace that as much as I love the tradition. But uh, there are times when it just they don't give a crap about <laughs> what the past was, Leon. Yeah, I know. your era. History. Yeah, I, I mean, dust to dust. Man, no, no more Cinderellas. <laughs> just, no, I mean, no, I mean that that was appealing. Gone. I mean, Cinderella, Boise State, Oklahoma. Gone. Yeah, there'll be a Cinderella. Okay, there'll be like a We're Cinderella. Sister Jean be and a all Cinderella, this. like South Carolina basketball team that was, yeah. you know, um, sixteen and thirteen during the regular season. They get hot and they and they get to all the way to the Final Four. That's the Cinderella. No, no, I, I know about basketball. They, you know, but I'm talking about, I mean, as far as football goes, you're talking about them just pulling away, forming this D1. I mean, they won't allow – I mean, is it going to be a bubble where they allow nobody in the It'll bubble? It'll be AFC versus NFC. It's and nobody is in like the that. bubble. It'll be something like that. Okay. Yeah. My, my goodbye guess, to yeah. FSU, goodbye to Clemson, goodbye to Miami. No, no, I don't agree with that. I, oh. I think I think they'll, they'll get to like they'll pull 45, those 50, 55 teams. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not even that many. That's a lot I believe of teams. four dozen. I believe May- maybe maybe forty five, forty eight yeah. teams, right? And you have twenty four. I don't know if you have twenty four. I don't know if you go two conferences. I don't know how they'll do it, but they'll get like that many teams. And that many teams you have six different conferences. Will be their playoff. These, yeah, okay. Will yeah. be their postseason bowls. Will be everything. Gotcha. Four 12 team divisions, because, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and this is because they have to address pay for play at some point. Yeah, they cannot continue to make this insane amount of media rights money and not pay players. And, and then, this is uh, one of the reasons and then why when, that. And then when you do that, NIL goes bye-bye. Because now no, it's these, still there. No. Well, I'm it's saying still you there. Can, now you can – when it's portal the, could go bye-bye. Yes. Because now it. the kids are going to be contractually obligated be, yes. to play a and year the, uh, or two that's or whatever. How you and collective bargain. And, collective and then they're essentially employees. Mm-hmm. And at the very least, like you said, Leon, then you are entrenched in this system. Maybe you can't freely move – to the other system that features the American Athletic Conference, those and, mid-majors, and even, yeah. dare I say it, the ACC. Yeah, and, and, and the the NIL will be monitored, regulated, whatever, through the schools. That's how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. At least I believe that. All right, now we're hanging out. Leonard Truck Accessories, they've got this big grand opening today. You are invited, 7739 Blanding Boulevard. If you're on 295, you take a right uh, if you are heading out, uh, you know, past – 
the Orange Park area. Anyway, you take a right, head north on, on Blanding Boulevard, 7739. You'll see it on the right-hand side. 1010XL broadcast buses outside. Now, we are giving stuff away all the way up until 3 o'clock, including that $8,000 Coleman golf cart, which is tricked out, man. It is ready to go. They have already drawn two winners. A spray and bed liner has been given away. Mm. The fishing rods for the kids has been given away. You still have time to get here for the kids' Power Wheels Jeep for the $500 uh, Leonard's gift card. But right now, the bedliner, congratulations to Matt M. Let's give him a round of applause because he registered. The bedliner is coming your way, Matt M. And then also James S. He's going to hook up the kids with the fishing rods. Are you so sure that you could have been more H? sneakier, yeah. yeah, with the first yeah. name, Matt. Yeah, you really uh, buried the lead there. It should have been Matt M. Sure. I thought it was a Matt H. Yeah. No, I did not even consider you being eligible for this prize. So maybe that's why I, did, I didn't didn't go in that direction. But because they told us we could register for the Coleman. Oh, I'm card. going to be. Yeah. I was I getting some of our social stuff. They pull our name. Of, they're going to go. Um, no. <laughs> Come on. All we're doing. We are merely a vessel, Josie. Yeah. We are just announcing oh, the winners. We are not pulling the winners. There's no sort of tomfoolery going well, on. I mean, that's the reason why I had my sister come. So yeah, I saw your it, sister over there. We're gonna, I told her we're going we're gonna to keep it every other weekend. Yeah, I didn't even want to give away that she was here because they make, you know, you know they have that standard yeah, no, disclaimer. I, just, I, I know. I should have said that. <laughs> but she came here on her own. Yeah, she did. Right. By listening to 1010XL. So there you go. That's all yeah. you need to know. Sure. Um, what you also need to know, uh, we have boots on the ground all over the state of Florida today. Obviously, we are here. Again, Leonard's Trucks off Blanding Boulevard. Make sure you stop on by. You say hi. You get registered to win. We also have boots on the ground in Orlando, not just from 1010XL, but from all of our local Jacksonville media, where three Jaguars participating in the Pro Bowl games, the dodgeball last night, the snap whatever, the snapshots. Poor Ross Matisek, man. Mm. I, I seized the text line saying that he carried over the, the sadness and the depression of the Jaguars' tail end of the season into the game. Only one guy really figured it out. That's also, like, unnatural, is it not, the, the snapping motion? Leon. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's a specific territory. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. But I tell you what, if you if you perfect it, you could play in a long the NFL very very long time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a lost art. And, and uh, maybe like a like a globe trotters or a Savannah bananas. Like that's that's the vibe yeah. I got. Yeah, I could see something like that happening. Well, I mean, I, I looked at it and I, how was they supposed to snap the ball in all those different holes? Right. Well, I'm trying to figure that out without moving. Right. I mean, you saw Tyler Linderbaum kind of adjusted his yeah. body. I think Ross did a little bit too. But still, I mean, credit to the Minnesota Vikings punter, who, by the way, was his second time doing it because yeah. he was in the Pro Bowl last year. You get a little experience. He had a little bit of experience, I think, because that was – maybe he was practicing at home, preparing yeah. for that moment. It was a little romper roomish for me, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm – the- Old man, I, I, I don't blame you because you still want to <laughs> knock heads if you can. Uh, we, we said this is our first football this weekend, and someone pointed out the senior bowl. Yeah, true. You're watching that, but you also know it's not the regular football competition. But you would have had you would have been playing a Pro Bowl game. You would still be playing a Pro Bowl game if it were up to you. Who, me? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't keep. You wouldn't, wouldn't have played the game. You like the skills challenge? I don't. So what would you have done? You would have kept the Just game in Hawaii? Up his check and left. That part. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that. No, but no, no, here's the thing. If, if I was accustomed to it, if, if I had grown up to uh, and accustomed to the Pro Bowl being the way it was now, yeah. then I probably would have went. But the mm-hmm. fact that I wasn't and I didn't grow up into it, it disgusts me. What about in the 70s when the college all-stars used to play the Super Bowl championship? I, I remember that. Yeah, that's that's. Would you have done that? Game. Imagine doing that right now, yeah. telling players, yeah, you got to play the college all-stars. Yeah, right. <laughs>
Yeah, that was that, strange back then. That was then. strange, very strange. Well, speaking of big money, again, in case you missed it, among those Jaguars who was down in Orlando, Josh Allen, and he did meet with reporters mm-hmm. for a brief little scrum, so we will be getting that audio of that interview in just a second. Mm-hmm. But here's a quick clip, courtesy of Justin Lewis of the Florida Times Union, when Josh Allen was asked about being back in Jacksonville next year. For me, my career, man, I, I don't want to be a you know, guy from team to team. Like, I always want to be stationary, you know, but – you know, throughout the years of playing, you know, you have to you have to grow as well. And, and what I've grown to understand that the NFL is seeing it firsthand, the NFL is a business at the end of the day. So, you know, I do what you do on the field because I love it and I play and I respect it and I love my guys. I love the competitive nature. But at the end of the day, outside of that, it's business. If you handle it or think about it any type of way, you will get tossed out of it. So for me, it's let's talk business. He hit it. Uh, like he checked boxes as with everything he said. Yeah. I can stay or he's I can playing go. The Listen, game. If you're if you're the athlete in this situation, first of all, you it's important that you get the the, the public opinion on your side. Mm-hmm. All right. So you always cater to the public. You say stuff like, "I want to be here. I love it in Jacksonville. I love my teammates. It's a great environment. Duval till I die." All right. But then, but after you say that, yeah, it's a business. I understand the parameters of the fact that the NFL is a business and handling the business, and that's when he said, let's get down to business. But he's saying, he's saying all that in reference to the fact that I want to be here, I want to I play for the Jaguars, but the money got to be right. Because he starts out by saying, I love being stationary, yeah. said, but you got to evolve. But you got to evolve. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, that's that's, that's, that is that's, fair. There's More than fair. wrong with that. I mean, no. he, 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 you know, he, look, he set himself up to have a money season. Right, and we all said, you know, you know, it's going to be the same old Josh Allen. He comes out and has 17 sacks. So don't he forget did the hook, don't yeah, forget and the hook, hook. And hook 17. <laughs> so I mean, I, he did this himself. He set mm-hmm. himself up, bet on himself, and now here he is. And, yeah, and, and by the he's way, he's got was, the leverage now. And I yeah, love, it. and mm-hmm. that's the key word, yeah. the leverage. Yeah. Because last off season, the love fest of Evan Ingram saying, "I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to be here." Arden Key, I want to be here. Jawan, I want to be here. Well, Trent Baalke said, "Okay." Well, I got the leverage then. You want to be here? Well, I can hold you to a tag. I can say you're not, you know, it's up to you if you want to show up for OTAs, Evan Ingram. And I can guarantee the same thing now will happen with Josh Allen. And he started his leverage by not being there early and often this offseason, which will continue in the next offseason if but, they don't get a deal done. But here's the thing, and that's why Josh is leery of it, because to, to bring Josh back, because he was holding out, no matter what they were trying to say, to bring Josh back, there had to be something said to where we're, we're going to make sure we take care of this before the season. Essentially, they lied to him. They, they, they told him that, hey, listen, you come on back. You know, we're going to start talking. Maybe we can get this deal done before the beginning of the season. Right. When they didn't get it done, Josh was probably like, what the hell with that? I'm going to go in this season, bet on me, and then at the end of the season, I'm going to make them pay. Which I, I love it. Let's make this the 10-10 take because this, this is a great example of mm-hmm. what could or could not happen with those other big contracts. Now, Josie's 10-10 take. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue, local pit masters since 68. Sonny's giving away that big game meal. You need to be listening whenever you hear the cue to text Sonny's into our text line at 641-1010. Be ready because they're going to load you up with some delicious barbecue for the big game. Look for Sonny's all over the First Coast. So this might be a good hey, let's remember how this went to get ready for the next because if they make it tough and Josh Allen makes it tough and they can't quite settle and 
he bet on himself like Leon just described. They did not get the deal done. They said, you know what, we've seen you flash, but we haven't seen you been consistent over the first three years of your contract. Go out there and prove to us that you can do it. What did he do? 17 and a half sacks later. Well, they're going to have to pay more now than they would have. Are they going to do the same with Trevor Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Are they going to book him now, this offseason, or somewhere before the full season is finished and say, hey, we know what we got with you. We don't want to lose you. Or if they let him ride and he bets on himself and he has the best season of his career, because let's face it, he hasn't had a true full great season, mm-hmm. then what happens, Leon? Then he becomes much, much more expensive. So that's the 10-10 take. Well, yeah, you, you, if, you, if you sign Trevor now, you probably save yourself $100 million. I would think at least a hundred million dollars because you could probably get him because what he had two years left on this deal now he's mm-hmm. got this year and he's got another. Yeah. Well, they right? have to pick up the fifth year option, option, which option. they will. Yeah, which they will. And which then, in the year. words of Jalen Ramsey, they could always tag him. Although you would think True. they'd save that tag for somebody else, but they could tag him. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson did play on the tag, unless we forget. True. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing: if you give Trevor, I know the fans don't want to hear this. If you give, <laughs> if you give about two hundred million, what do you think? You give him, you give him an extension of like four Not years, two hundred. Yeah. He would never take that. No, it's three. Two fifty. Two fifty. No, that's not right, enough either. Let me see if I can find. So you saying it starts at three hundred? Yes. Goodness gracious. <laughs> three hundred for a man got sixty turnovers in three years. Wait until he throws oh. like 30, 33 touchdowns against I'm eight picks I'm still waiting. Then you're I'm, gonna get. I'm, wait, I'm, then you're I'm gonna get waiting. like four hundred. Well, how many turnovers is he gonna have? I don't know. Eight. I don't know. Eight. Ten? Right, well, guess what? I'm still waiting, man. Hayes. All right, so here's what you've got. I've been got. giving up on him, but I'm still waiting. All right, here's don't what you've got. Don't give up on him, man. I won't. Because He's I, too I, talented. I go, the, I go this morning. Uh, remember I told you guys I was worried about eating uh, those big Tilski barbecue ribs because I had to do my labs uh, this morning, get mm-hmm. my, uh, my blood work done. So, anyway, hopefully, I'm looking up at you, big man upstairs. I'm hoping that my cholesterol is not sky high. But, anyway, I, did, I gave my blood. So, the girl that's drawing blood, she says, what are they going to do with Trevor Lawrence? And I said, well, I'm pretty sure they're going to figure out a way to sign him. But he is coming off, you know, kind of a a lackluster year. He got hurt a bunch Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Said they'll probably play it against him. She said, please just tell me that he's going to stay here. I said, what are you talking about? She said, everyone I hear from says they're ready to get rid of him. I'm like, who are you talking to? Mm. But there is a faction of fans out there that they, they just, they look at it and they go, ah, he ain't worth it because of the money we're talking about. And because of the play that he had. Now, he was injured. You definitely can use that as an excuse. Matt always says that's an excuse. It might be a reason as much as it is an excuse. But anyway, there's a narrative out there that says, you know, he ain't good enough. He ain't good enough. You guys better be careful for what you wish for. Mm-hmm. You let that cat out and, and you fix all these other things yeah. and, and see him star somewhere else. I mean, I, well, okay, tell me this. How, how is it going to look if Trevor gets his before Josh? That will not look good. Okay. But but I think our calendar's working in Josh Allen's favor, and I'm gonna look up the number of. And I also th- I think Trevor's performance this year working in yeah. Josh Allen's favor as well. Exactly. Oh yeah, because, absolutely. Because when JA need to come up with it, he did. But here are the numbers. All right, Joe Burrow, fifty-five million. Pat Mahomes, fifty-two point six five million. Justin Herbert, fifty-two and a half million. Lamar, fifty-two million. Jalen, fifty-one million. 50 and some change for A.A. Ron. Russell is still banking. 49 million, even when they sat him down. 49 million. Kyler Murray, 46. Deshaun, 46. Josh Allen, 43. Look at you talking about 200 million, too. Dude, you, it ain't, it's, 
It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be jetting up there, man. Uh, yeah, it is. You, that's no chance. Two hundred million, none. That's some high elevation money there. But. And Lamar had in the neighborhood. I had it before. One hundred and sixty guaranteed. Something. It might. What did Bake just get? What's his deal? Apparently, going to be forty-eight million. Is that right? Which one? Bakers. Bakers. Yeah. Really? I did not see that. I, saw that on Twitter I didn't yesterday. see that. Yeah. yeah you're well, apparently Baker said he needs to know who's his offense coordinator before he agrees to come back, yeah. which is why they went out and got Liam Cohen from from right. the program. It's like yeah. low, to, mm-hmm. low to mid forties. I thought. I've not seen the, anything the on chance him. Chance to go to forty-eight. I, like I laughed last night when they showed him in the skills contest and they showed him throwing a pick mm-hmm. <laughs> to Detroit. I laughed when I saw that. But uh, he has reclaimed obviously some of his reputation. But I don't see a forty. Danny Jones got over forty million. He did. So, but ah, Danny Jones, see, see that, that, Danny go Jones got the three-year deal. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I was thinking about Trevor. I, I mean, I, I was thinking that Daniel Jones, you know, what the, what the Giants did with him with his mm-hmm. contract, what three-year deal, like two hundred something million dollars. With and don't forget, they said no to his fifth-year option. Yeah, yeah that was akin true. to Blake Bortles in that mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. where he was in a contract year in 2017 because they had said no to the fifth-year option. And then they went ahead and extended him. Mm-hmm. That's I would compare those two situations more than I would if mm-hmm. if you believe that Trevor is in the conversation with Burrow, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, and company. You got to go big money. You got to long term extension. If that's Make, who you see him. Even as. if it's not the ten year deals that Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen have coveted. The thing is, is also gotta, Trevor gotta, thinks he's worth like Trevor would never settle for that Daniel Jones short term lot of money. Nope, I think he, you're right. He Trevor's thinks he's way thinks he's better than that. that yeah. Yeah. More yeah. importantly, his agent thinks he's well, worth it. If you it. look at their numbers, they're comparable. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'll give you. I'll get like. It does matter. No, does he matter. thinks he's worth way he's more than he's not yeah, going to settle for that. He, Right, he could think what he wants. Oh, I'm, yeah. Well, he's not going <laughs> to sign the deal, is my point. He would never sign that. Uh, like, if you want to do the Danny, and this is how the numbers mm-hmm. have gone, ex- have accelerated so fast, the Danny deal is like what the Blake deal was coming out of 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, da- Danny and the Giants made the playoffs, and they returned to the postseason. And you're thinking, all right, this guy's at least shown under Brian Dable he can get the job done, right? You can picture what happened. He gets his $40-plus million. Blake Bortles had that hot postseason prove that he could do something under this new leadership, and then, boom, they give him the deal. That $25 million for Blake – was basically the $40 million that, that was, Danny got. That was a receptive re- – yeah. the reception in the locker room wasn't well. Yeah, oh, I, I don't doubt it because Saquon was red hot about it. So, so real quick, Tony yeah. Pauline, friend of 1010XL, is, yeah. is reporting that Baker and the Bucks are are anticipated to, to sign a deal worth at least $40 million per. At least. <laughs> and so, and so for Baker that could be, flipping yeah. Mayfield. That could be Geno Smith, Daniel Jones money. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Baker least, is obviously on his what fourth team. Yeah, but at least you, you, in other words, you make it a two-year deal. You might you might make it a three-year deal, right? But, two but it's million, really a two-year two years deal, which is most deals yeah. this day and age. Mm-hmm. And so Baker's more in in line to take that because he just barely got back to where he could prove to people that he can that he can actually sure. lead a team. He, sure. he played well. He didn't play great. He played mm-hmm. well uh, down the stretch, but it's not going to be that lengthy one that Mia's talking about. Let me throw one more hypothetical at you. And this, you know, it may be ideal world for many Jaguar fans listening, driving around Duval right now. But, Leon, you speak to the the locker room part of this. They tag Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. Let's say – let's throw this out there. Let's say they don't come to a deal with Calvin Ridley. He walks, he goes to Carolina. Josh Allen gets tagged, akin to Evan Ingram, late July, 
they come to terms on an extension for Josh Allen. He gets his over $100 million, four-year deal, whatever you want to call it. Trevor's deal gets announced two weeks later. Mm -hmm. What's the reaction in the locker room? If Josh got paid first? Yeah. Oh, then it's no, it's no big deal. There's no big deal. There's no big deal. Even if Trevor gets paid like a week or two yeah, No, later. But, but if, if Josh is still that tagged. first guy. If Josh is still tagged and Trevor gets paid, oh, oh. It's going to be some interesting. How about? Hey, it's going to be an interesting conversation in the locker room. How about let's, let's throw out maybe, let's say Tyson and Cisco. Speculate. Right, right, I'm no, just, this just is speculate. all speculation. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm just saying. I'm let's just say saying Tyson that, and Cisco right. first. Let's I'm say just, Tyson and Cisco get deals mm-hmm. akin to Devon Hamilton this mm-hmm. offseason. What, what's the reaction then? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think the – I don't think it's going to be a, a – listen, first of all, we don't count each other's money. We, we're happy for anybody that gets a deal and gets paid in the NFL, okay? For, but, but if you go by performance and pecking order, I think the only issue will be if Trevor was hurt, didn't play as well as he did, Josh balled out. Josh was, uh, was an elite pass rusher this year who balled out. Was in what, top two or three yeah. pass rushers in the NFL? Mm-hmm. If he gets tagged and Trevor gets paid – they're not going to say nothing to y'all. <laughs> but, but, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a Club Nates. Let me just say that. It's going to be a Club Nate. But let's I'm be just, realistic. That's uh, not going to happen. It's yeah, the truth. Well, that's not going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But, but the, that, I mean, they're going to pay him. They're not going to tag They him. are, but. No, they're going to tag him. You know what I'm saying? But if, uh, if they say he stays tagged, right, and then they can't come to a deal, and it's like, we've got to get, tre- get Trevor signed on. And then they pay Trevor. And Josh is still tagged. Yeah, and and even though he knows he's going to come back and get a maybe even a slightly bigger deal versus what he would have had if he signed, you know, originally, mm-hmm. because everything just keeps going up money wise, mm-hmm. he is in a position where he will be. There'll be some chirping. Yeah, there will definitely be some I'm chirping. T- y'all will see Josh Allen Wednesday of Week One. Yeah. All right, so we're going to keep on that subject. Six four one ten ten. You jump in, hit the text line. Design a lifetime of closures. We'd love to see you right here at Leonard Truck Accessories. You drop on by, you got a chance to win this eight thousand dollar Coleman golf cart. They've got everything set up inside the showroom on the uh, lot as well, and they can get you taken care of. Whether it's the spray and bread bed liner, any of the other truck accessories that you want, you can see some really cool stuff. And they have now drawn another name. Uh, this is the kids' Jeep, okay? Kids' mm. Jeep, which they have it sitting out there. Chris H. Chris H., congratulations to you. They will keep registering people for the $500 gift card, for the golf cart, but stop on by. Leonard Truck Accessories right here, 7739 on Blanding Boulevard. Uh, West Side is the best side. I don't care where you're coming from. Just come on by and see us at Leonard Truck Accessories. Somebody truck in a farmer's field. Grilling up lunch with Leon and the Sausage Dudes. Sausage with a purpose on 1010XL. Now, as JJ cranks that up, you may be saying to yourself, what the H happened? All right. This is Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday. All of a sudden, I tuned in. I just heard a country song. Well, guess what, man? We made an executive decision. JJ, the DJ, said nothing but truck songs today. So if you can come in with a rock and roll variety, 641-1010, you can absolutely do that. But I'm with him. That will put me on a bar stool. Or you know what it will put me on? The tailgate. 
It'll put me on a tailgate. It'll take me back to my – listen, I was a, a bubba back in the day. We were in Gopher Ridge running mud and just doing slinging mud and causing problems and doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, or somewhere on Volana Beach getting stuck. So if you've got a big old truck, we would love to see you here at Leonard Truck Accessories because they have got – all sorts of ideas to, to really make you look cool as you ride down the road. And that includes the bed liners, everything else, beautiful wheels. They can set you up, the toolboxes, on and on and on. And they are still getting you in here to register to win that $8,000 Coleman golf cart. So we were down to a $500 gift card and a golf cart you have until 3 o'clock today to make sure you get in and register to win. All you got to do is put your phone up and scan. So super easy. So we would love to see you. Now, Leon, did that song talking... get you in the mood? The truck buying mood. Oh. Well, yeah, I've, I've been looking at a truck that, uh, mm-hmm. and I was talking to the guy here from Leonard's, talking mm-hmm. about if I decide to get a truck, that he would, he would lift it for me, put the system in it. Here's my guy right here I was talking Yeah, Dion yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah, right. Dion, it looks Dion. great. Is he's I doing it right in front of First the live off, stream. There's, there's, so. no more, there's no more deciding. You're getting a truck. Oh, yeah. I'm, going I'm, to I'm, I'm going, it's going to happen. Right. I'm getting a truck. With Thank a palatka lift. <laughs> a lack of no, 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 a lack look of it up. No. Now educate me. No uh, yeah. I Either was, one. You know, we always shout Same out. Same thing, right? Mm-hmm. We always shout out Clay, Nassau, Duval, mm-hmm. St. John's, but maybe Putnam can chime in here. The Palaka lift is it still in? Exactly well, what is I, listen, it? Well, first of all, I don't want to tear my ACL trying to get in my truck. So yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I don't want to die. Or getting out my truck. That's what I was thinking right there. Yeah. All right. So I want it. I want it to be. Oh, enough to where I can get out, and there's the little there's the little Liar. bar that comes out. Yeah, the runner board, yeah. guardrail. So if yeah. I have runner that, and the, yeah. the, I'm good. Bro, guess yeah. what they have here? What? Those guardrails right there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Running boards, running yeah, boards. Absolutely. Let's make sure we get them right. Those are running boards. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tell, a, well I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking yeah. at a 2000 2005 <laughs> a 2005 Hummer two. Yeah. That's what Hummer. I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at Hummer. I'm looking at lifting it a little mm-hmm. bit. All right. Not too high. Uh, that's classic. <laughs> that's classic. Way back when they had that that uh, Hummer setup where you could actually drive a little course around yeah. the dealership, which was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got so many ideas here that they can help you with if you are souping up that truck, uh, or if you've got a good truck rock and roll country suggestion. JJ just put the boots on and said we're doing it. Uh, and by the way, Baloo's got him a big truck, and so I he saw has, that. Yeah, yeah, he has to step in and out of that bad boy uh, all the time so all right uh we have been cranking today talking about the pro bowl talking about the senior bowl we haven't talked a whole heck of a lot about the senior bowl but i did mention earlier that bo nix did not have a great practice now bo nix is one of the guys that has been bet on as far as being a first round pick what did we have five or six was being the number mentioned anyway how how much does it help or hurt a guy like bo nix if he goes and has a bad senior bowl practice it's one, well, first off, it's one practice. That's right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, secondly, you know, and Leon and I talked about this last time. When we were there a few years ago, Justin Herbert struggled day one mm-hmm. and then crushed it the rest of the week. Yeah. And last mm-hmm. I checked, the, he's, uh, he's doing okay. Right. In the was, the, yeah. was the MVP of the week, was the MVP of the game. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think this has as much of an impact as it does as, ev- as everyone out on in Twitter land believes because mm-hmm. this, and I keep saying this, this is as much about, you know, like when you leave high school and you go to college, and it's not really so much about getting your degree as it is, can you survive four years on your own? I always called it can the you? discipline. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what the Senior Bowl week is. This is a new life for these guys. Yeah. It's a new way to do their job. It has now become a job. Yeah. And now it's how do you interview, how do you interact with people, with scouts, with coaches, with being mm-hmm. coached on the, at the NFL level instead of being 
college football. You know what I mean? Yes. It's now a, it's how do you deal with the process as much as, all right, if he plays well, great. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, we still have his tape for the last four years. We see who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, Lance? absolutely. It's, uh, it's always a clear overreaction when it comes to these, uh, these uh, type of – I call them invitationals, all right, that these, these players go to. Or you to. just throw these guys together. You just throw all, all these say, guys together and play. you expect them to assess right. their talents and mesh and marvel every day in practice. It's not going to happen right. because you're used to your guys. You're, you're, he went to Oregon. He's used to his offensive line, his running backs, his receivers, his tight ends. Of course you throw them in the mesh with different guys from Fresno and Bama and Connecticut. Of course he's going to struggle yeah, a little bit. I mean, right. with timing, routes, all that kind Which of stuff. Which is maybe why Spencer Rattler, his best throws, and Xavier Leggett, his best catches, were when they were connecting with each other. Yeah, because they know, exactly. each, they know other. each other. It's yeah. no surprise. Yeah. Like, no everybody surprise. who was worried about Leggett struggling, all of a sudden he gets – Gets to catch passes from his quarterback, and all of a sudden and it's like. Dude, oh, by the way, Leggett is a yeah. dude. Yeah, that dude could be a superstar. Oh my god! Yeah, like, like uh, there'll be one. He's DK. He it, is DK yeah, Metcalf. DK. Yeah, but Brian Thomas to me is the guy that that I, I dig. If as you're gonna much go first round, yeah. right? If mm-hmm. you're gonna go first yeah. round, but if you opt for offensive line, defensive line, yeah. Leggett's yeah. there in the second. But you know, it's going to be such a fascinating wide receiver class. And for those of you that we haven't mentioned this enough, we will. Um, we're gonna be upping our draft coverage at 1010XL. So you'll have a lot. Of things you can click on, look at graphics, big boards, etc. And even as I was kind of going through the preliminary big boards for myself last night, it's so hard when you look at this wide receiver class because, like Daniel Jeremiah has of his top 50 overall prospects, 11 of them are wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Are all 11 going on day one? I don't mm-hmm. think so. And so, where do they fall? Especially knowing it's maybe not as deep of an edge class. Especially knowing that when it comes to running back, which I know is not a first-round position, but it's going to fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. The safety class, like, that's where I am so fascinated with so many of these guys because Leggett may look like, you know, a second-round talent. Or, for those who are at day one of senior bowl practice, he didn't show a whole heck of a lot. But then you look at the tape, so does he fall to day three? Are you the Jags and you say, you know what, we're going to – hope that that happens and then wait around for him. You know, so it's, it's a very touch-and-go situation right now. He's got now. great tape, man. I, yeah. I, I think he – I mean, you're talking about day three. I think he's a guy that could really threaten the end of one. Right. Because he's going to run There's really well. There's people who believe that too. He's going to run really well. I don't know how he's going to interview. So I, I have never talked to him, so I don't know. Go back but, to that first but, part you said, though. But the tape. tape, my God, he's, he was, was unbelievable he, this year. Oh, yeah. Was he one of uh, Daniel Jeremiah's top 50? I think Here's he, the he one had problem. He had 11 the receivers. Is he's, so. is, this is his only year. Mm-hmm. He's only played well this year. He, no, he, South Carolina. And no, that's where right. we he go played. back to Bo Nix, yeah. and there's tape from how many years. Oh, yeah. And that's where you look at the senior bowl, and it's certainly a factor, but it can't be the factor. He played well in the bowl game at the end of, of this La- before of this last, last year. Last year. Yeah, and he flashed, he flashed then yeah. at the Gator Bowl, and you're like, okay, I need to pay attention to this kid. And obviously Spencer Rattler had some up and down Games. Well, they couldn't protect anybody yeah. this year, too. Yeah, exactly. And so, look, he, he's also had some plus minuses as far as workouts go. But, yeah, that's what the, – the throwing these guys into the fire all together is an interesting watch. Leon, I wanted to bring this one thing up to you because mm-hmm. this is, you know, what, what we were talking about before the show is that there's a coach at the Senior Bowl, okay? It's the assistant offensive line coach for the Titans, Terrell Williams. All right, and he basically said – and you heard, if you watch any of the Senior Bowl stuff on the NFL Network, you hear these coaches telling these guys how important it is to do what Matt's mentioning. You've got to be on time. We're going to press you, test you, see what you are 
see mm-hmm. how organized you are, how committed you are, so on and so forth. So Terrell Williams says, it's hard to be around players that don't want to play hard. And if you're a bad teammate, that's a whole other issue. And so you give us an idea because you know – so I'm not going to say you smell a rat in the locker room, but that is a big deal when these guys are evaluating players, guys that won't work hard, yeah. don't want to play hard, and aren't a good teammate. Well, I mean, the best thing about uh, this, this uh, senior bowl is that uh, this is your first time that, that you're around – that you, you're accompanied by professionals, and mm-hmm. you're, you're expected be, to be a professional. You're expected to be on time. You're expected to interview well. You're expected to work hard and all that kind of stuff. The, the, college, the college life is over, mm-hmm. all right? You're coming to the big boys league, and if you don't do the right things in the big boys league, you'll be out the door. Right. If you don't work hard, you don't show up on time, you don't study film, you don't take care of your body, you don't get rest, you're not a practice player, you don't know your plays, all that kind of stuff, that factors in. I told you, listen, the first, listen when, I, when I came to the Steelers, when I signed my big deal with the Steelers, and I had played one down. I was the third richest player on the team <laughs> uh, and, and missed all the training camp. And I walked in the door, and I walked in, in the locker room, and I saw Tunch Ilkin, who was a 13, uh, 13-year veteran. He said, okay, you got your money. He said, are you in this for the short term or the long term? And I said, the long term. He said, well, guess what? I want you here every morning at 6. We're going to watch film. We're going to work out. He was teaching me how to be a professional. Mm-hmm. He was mentoring me, all right? A lot of these kids don't have that. They don't have that. They weren't blessed with the fact that they got somebody that can mentor them to be professional. So they, gotta, they, gotta, they, they, they take off the training wheels. They got to ride the bike on their own. And a lot, of them, a lot of them succeed and a lot of them fail because they, they don't do the right things professionally in order to stay in this league because this NFL will eat you alive. It will eat you alive. None of that. None of that. If you're if you're at the senior bowl and you like are late to a practice or or you miss the bus, you're done. They don't you're even look at you at that point, yeah. man. You're uh, done. It, 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 they they. It's leave. things like that that they're right. looking for that entire right. week. It's the classic, like as Matt described. You get out of high school, you go to college. Mom ain't waking you up. Mm-hmm. She ain't brown bag lunching it for you. She ain't making sure you do your homework. Everything you got to do. Me, I ended up, uh, you know. Uh, across the street uh, at the swamp having a good time. But mm-hmm. you, that's what happens is you've got to prove that you're disciplined enough to that, do that, what that, is necessary That's to the succeed. worst thing that can happen to you at, at an event is to, is to be late or, yeah. or miss practice. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, and now with the, the day and age of social media, that goes on your resume. Yeah. That goes on your resume, fair or unfair, mm-hmm. no matter what. what how, why you missed the meeting or why you missed the practice. Doesn't matter. The fact that you weren't there, that every team in the NFL is going to know that now, and they're going to question your professionalism. All right, we are cranking here. Leonard Truck Accessories on Blanding Boulevard, seventy-seven thirty-nine. You have until three o'clock this afternoon. They're not giving away this golf cart until three o'clock. Two, two, two o'clock. So, listen, before Casey, Big Sir sleeves. You, all right, so when Sir, all right, so that's when it's happening. All right, make it sure. Listen, I don't need you guys mad at me out there. I've been saying the other thing, but. Two o'clock, okay? Here's the good news, though. Even if you don't win the golf cart, Josie, what did you spin the wheel and get? Oh, I got a buck knife, and listen, okay. I can fillet a fish. I can I can uh, basically skin a deer with this bad boy. I got a trucker hat. I got all sorts of uh, – we got the paint bucket. That mm-hmm. I got, got a Tervis, and I got a car cup holder. Oh, now. yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. So all you got to do is come in and spin the wheel, and they do have an enormous selection of not just what's goes, what goes on the truck, in the truck, or around the truck, but also the other stuff that you might want to have if this is the lifestyle that you love. When we, can, we got plenty of truckers out there, so we would love to see deliverance. We had a couple responses. Uh, <laughs> as, as I said this knife looks like from deliverance. 
It's a good night, though. Well, Leon, we had a couple of responses on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures asking about the locker room and some of those scenarios mm -hmm. we laid out in the 12 o'clock hour. So let's come back. Let's hit those. Mm -hmm. What exactly would it mean for Trevor Lawrence to be paid ahead of Josh Allen? How many players take stock in that? Let's do that and more coming up live from Leonard's Trucks off Blanding Boulevard. This is XL Primetime. on her man she cleans up nice if I can get her hot she'll go all night she's had a little work done there in the back the front's all natural I like it like that man you want to see her when she gets fueled up she left a lot of men standing there in the dust she'll give me that quick with a little bit of love what I love my truck Grilling Up Lunch with Leon and the Sausage Dudes. Sausage with a purpose on 1010XL. JJ insisted we had to listen to that whole opening stanza <laughs> as we only jam out to truck songs. We know it's Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday, but we are truck only because we are hanging at the brand new grand opening of Leonard's Trucks and Accessories on Blanding Boulevard. I want to move my microphone up because normally I got that Modelo Yellow on Thursday with it. Woo! I mean, that's what that type of music makes me do. It just kind of gets me going. And you neuters are getting into it on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. 641-1010, the number to reach us at, as well as the YouTube chat line, <laughs> which, of course, you just search 1010XL on YouTube and you'll be able to find us streaming live again at the grand opening of Leonard's Trucks where... That $8,000 golf cart is going to be raffled off in a little over 30 minutes. I'm so that they bad said, boy, by the way. Yeah. It's happening. It's so sweet. We pulled Coach Campo in there, too. We just tweeted out a picture of it so you can go to at 1010XL uh, and see it. And I tried to get him uh, to throw up the deuces. He wouldn't do it. No, he wouldn't. He just he threw wouldn't. up number one. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He threw that up. Yeah. But the peace sign is always working. Yeah. But he um, – uh, between two and three is what they're saying. Okay, so between two and three, so you do have time uh, to get here. So just hustle your your your, your fanny on in here. Leonard Truck Accessories, seventy seven thirty nine Blanding Boulevard. I cannot believe we got an hour and twenty five minutes into today's program, and we've yet to make the big news within the Jaguars organization. Mm -hmm. We haven't reported the big news that this morning Nick Holes hired away as the Titans' offensive coordinator, marking the second straight offseason in which the Jaguars' passing game coordinator has been hired away as the offensive coordinator within their own division. Mm -hmm. Nichols, of course, also is a good friend of Press Taylor's for the last 10-plus years, also a friend of Brian Callahan's, who is the new head coach in Tennessee. But it is curious, is it not, Leon Searcy, that, you know, second? I've never heard of anything like that, that the offensive coordinator remains – and yet the passing game coordinator stays in the division, goes elsewhere. Just interesting. Jim Bob Cooter yeah, last they, year. Yeah, they got rid of Jim Bob. That just, that just hurt me. Not mm -hmm. being able to say the name anymore. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> miss, that was the end. Miss me some Cooter. So, I mean, who do you think next in line, though? I mean, the offensive co – what is it, coordinator? Yeah. Not the coordinator, passing, but he's passing, passing game coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. I mean, who, I, if I'm Doug Peterson, I mean, don't you go get Frank? That's the big question. Yeah, it's a good question. And I'm glad you said Frank because yeah. now Frank yeah, you're Frank in a Reich. situation where, at least from my vantage point and who I have talked to, your first go-round, Press is your OC. Mm -hmm. Doug still designed the office offense, primary play caller, even if Press called second-half plays, whatever. 
The passing game coordinator was Jim Bob Cooter, a veteran offense coordinator who had no real prior experience with press, kind of could be a sounding board, but also from a different camp. You replace him with one of press's best friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do with that information what you will. Um, so now the question becomes, if Press is going to be the offensive coordinator, where do you go with that position? Are you leaning in and getting somebody from that camp? Or who would come to essentially be that sounding board, even if you have a lesser title than Press Taylor? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get at who is willing to come be the babysitter. Or let me just throw this out there, okay? I'm just throwing this out yeah. there. Or Press Taylor becomes your pass game coordinator and Frank Reich becomes your primary play caller. Yeah, so you would have a demotion in the building. Yeah, because I don't think Frank Reich's going to come over to be the pass game coordinator. Well, actually, let me come back on you on that because he was summarily dismissed in the middle of a season by – can I call uh, Tepper a hothead owner? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. He, he's an, that, an impulse. What happened in Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going to call him an impulse owner. And you're right. He was unhappy when he was throwing double birds at uh, Jaguars uh, fans in double the Double bourbons. Yeah, yeah double bourbons and double right. birds. You're right. He's throwing bourbon on them. Don't waste brown <laughs> water. Come on. Don't waste beer. The um, – so an impulse owner, so he gets summarily dismissed by him in the middle of the season. He's kind of gone off into football purgatory, just sitting there. Nobody knows exactly where he's at. Uh, Mike McCoy came in, now many years removed from when he was a head coach, but he did come in, and you would go from a head coach to a quarterback's coach. That is kind of a humble you know, drop down the, the offensive ladder. He was able to do it to good reviews, at least as far as what Trevor. But quarterback's coach is here I get and pass game coordinators underneath it. Oh, I don't know. I think they're. No, you, you, I think you're seeing this wrong. Pass game yeah. coordinator is not like offensive coordinator. Pass game I coordinator is just a title. That's a, to get that's a guy a, to get a, a guy more money. Oh, I understand, but it's I still not think anywhere it's a, near offensive coordinator. I still think it's a decent title. What did the passing game coordinator get promoted to? Offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. So right, that, but he's my point is he's below that. He's below. I see. He's below I see quarterbacks coach. I see quarterbacks coach passing game coordinator saying. I think if you bring if you bring it if you bring in Reich. He, he's not only a guy that can call plays for you, he can work with Trevor. Yeah, well, let's just make this clear. If you convince Frank Reich and you convince him to accept the pay, uh, Tepper's still paying him up there. He comes in, and it's still a, a, a four-head operation, okay? It's still a four-head operation. I don't disagree, but if Frank Reich this thing to me together. does not appear to be a guy that's his got his money. You got Press, you got Reich, you got McCoy, you got Doug. All of them are going to be working on this offense. And I hope Doug's working on it more than anybody else. And it sounds honestly. like that's the case, by yeah. the way. Doug has stressed that he, he knows the problems and he himself is fixing the problems. Right. Of course, by many accounts, the one problem still remains, which <laughs> is the, the wedge in the organization right now in the offense coordinator, who even people who have remained still have deferring viewpoints with. Yeah. Um, although I hear he's a frequent listener to the program, so what's up, Press? Um, so here's my question. Frank Reich, by many accounts, has said he wants to retire. The only reason I think we're all pitching Frank Reich as a name to fill this void in Doug Peterson's staff is because of the connection they had, obviously, being his OC in Philly. It's a comfort, yeah, of course. And because he's at a point in his life where he's talking about retirement, if this is just a, hey, come hang out with the gang, help Trevor, because you do still love mentoring young guys, while also mentoring your mentee, Press Taylor, that's why it would make sense because that's my bigger question. Who else is taking this job? Mm. Did they oh, work? I, uh, did they work together ever? Press Taylor and Frank Reich. 
Yeah, when they were in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. under him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was under him. Right. And so well, I also think if you're if you're and I'm not saying he, Doug Peterson's going down, okay? But if you're in a situation where you're stressed and you're at adversity right now in your coaching career, you want people around you, and we can talk to Dave Campbell about this, that you trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he trusts Frank Wright. Yeah. Right. And here's the other thing I, I am very curious about is Shanahan's offense versus the old Walsh West Coast offense that Doug Peterson learned under. Does he need to start finding yeah. guys outside of that 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 brain Couldn't that was built more. that was built honestly it was a offensive brain built uh, through that west coast offense do they need to lo- start looking at either tendencies formation whatever it is and come up with because whatever shanahan's doing and that's the bottom right. slowick the ben johnson mike mcdaniel yeah. bringing yeah. somebody from miami yeah. like go outside your tree like you did with mike mccoy with jim bob cooter bring in those deferring viewpoints not impossible because if everybody is in the same lane which i mean by all accounts frank reich probably would yeah. be too and you're rowing in the wrong direction, no one has the wherewithal to say, hey, we're going the wrong way. And, and by the way, the, the holes it had been rumored for, what, a couple days, three days, something in that neighborhood, and it was discussed, and then now it becomes official. And the other, not funny one, but Brian Callahan goes out and hires his old man. Okay, now most of the time. As in his father. Yeah, yeah, he hires his old man. Most of the time you hire your son and you get the eyebrow raised. Oh, what is this, nepotism? You know, you're bringing your kid in. He went out and got the old man, Bill Callahan. Who doesn't exactly have the best reputation in the league. Well, he he has a failed reputation as a head coach uh, and really got embarrassed by John Gruden in that Super Bowl, but also as a respected offensive line coach. So that's what he's hiring him for. And so he is bringing him up to Tennessee to, to be that. So you can just see, hey, Leo. You can see, like, you start bagging on the old man. You start saying, what the hell's this guy? And then the head coach is his son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, daddy don't count. I mean, you talk about, you talk about my mama, there's issues. But you talk about daddy, there's no daddy. So. And the thing is, too, daddy, right? what's going to be interesting in Tennessee is, so Brian Callahan, first-time head coach, Nick Holes, first-time offense coordinator, mm-hmm. uh, the cat they hired out of Baltimore. That's Denard, a lot. Denard Wilson, yeah. 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 First-time defense coordinator. Under, yeah, under McDonald. Bill, yeah. Bill Callahan, I would think, is going to have an assistant head coach title here. Like, he is going to be that yeah. veteran presence in that organization. As yeah. Rand Carthen's only on, what, year two of right, being a, a GM, GM for the first time. I do mm-hmm. like them being a technical center up in Tennessee than this place being a technical center where you're just training everybody on the job to figure out Levis what to do. Levis also year two. Mm-hmm. I mean, no more Derrick Henry. I mean, it's, it's a lot of change going on. Yeah, here, there's mm-hmm. an exodus of what was, and we'll find out what the new looks like. But th- those are big swings. They really are as far as inexperience and newness that's coming in there. And, and uh, I hope they fall flat on their face. We'll mm-hmm. find out whether or not they're going to. Let's hit those few on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosures. Bring it back to that locker room discussion we were having in the 12 o'clock hour. A um, couple for you, Leon. This one's first from our, our boy DJ Dell. Is one player getting paid, is a player hold ahead of another player, and is a player holding out that big of a deal in the locker room? Seems like the Chiefs players supported Chris Jones for holding out. Remember, he almost missed the Jags game. Eventually gave him a one-year deal worth the tag amount plus incentives. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jones is a, is a phenom. I mean, I mean, listen, you don't count each other's money, but there's also, I mean, there, there's a pecking order. I'm just talking about the Jaguars specifically. I'm saying I'm saying the Jaguars tag Josh Allen, all right, who in most respects guys in the locker room believe he earned his money for the way he played. If they tag him and they play Trevor and he still doesn't have a contract, I'm just telling you that might be perceived not so well in the locker room. You'll hear a lot of noise in that locker room. 
I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, hey, listen, no fault to Trevor. I mean, Trevor got hurt, didn't play as well, had the turnovers and everything like that. But Josh Bald, Josh Bald was one of the elite pass rushers in the league. He's supposed to get paid. And uh, this is at least better than paying outside talent yeah, to come in the building. That's absolutely. at least better. It's in-house. It's yeah. in-house money. I mean, so, you know, when, when you got guys that, that, that you drafted and they play well, they should get paid. They should get to the second contract. Which yeah. that was another question posed on the text line. This is courtesy of our guy, Bush Drive Rich. How would the locker room feel if Calvin or T. Higgins signed to a $100 million deal for four years? They re-sign Ezra to a cheap one- or two-year deal. Josh gets tagged, and they don't get a deal done before the season starts. How does that play out? That's going to be a problem. <laughs> and you may not see Josh. Well, you will see him collect checks, but you just won't see him show up until week one. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, week one. Yeah. <laughs> you are not going to let a guy who had 17 and a half sacks not get it. He's getting a deal, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they got, no they got doubt about that. Yeah, they, they have to maneuver the numbers. It still doesn't mean he won't get tagged. Yeah, well, still, he'll get tagged, but then he's yeah. going to get a deal. Yeah, I'm just saying, he's just, still doesn't mean it won't cause some consternation if he does get tagged. And by the way, we have seen guys in this locker room play a full year on a tag. And so we'll find out. I don't expect that to happen, but it's still possible, especially when you're looking at, at, at your whole salary cap budget that you have to deal with, mm. the decision you, that you You tag that dude, and not only does it affect the locker room, it certainly affects his play. Too. It's going to affect him. I, I, I get it. But, you know, the other thing about it, and, and Cam Robinson and Josh Allen in similar situations. Cam Robinson, left tackle, considered very important. He played twice on a tag, okay, mm-hmm. or got tagged twice and then got the bigger deal. Cam yeah, never had a 17-and-a-half season. And Cam yeah. was never an elite left tackle. Right, I agree. I'm never I'm had that 17-and-a-half yeah. season. But still a very important position. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. And, and so I, I know, and I, I do believe the smartest thing is to extend him and spread that big signing bonus over multiple years that still is a smart play uh that's for sure all right we're going to keep it rolling litter truck accessories right here on blanding boulevard remember sometime between two and three they will give away an eight thousand dollar coleman golf cart absolutely souped up and ready to go all you got to do is drop on by 7739 blanding boulevard we are right here off of 295 if you head right off of 295 after you go over the Buckman, all you got to do is cruise down about, I don't know, a mile uh, max, and you will see us on the right-hand side. Leonard Truck Accessories, we'd love to see you. XL Primetime. And you feel free to join in because I kind of i am going to double up on questions, okay? So here we go. Play that beautiful Perfecto. music. Perfecto. That's what we're looking for. Brought to you by Pacifico. From the Atlantic to the Pacifico, you can find one of those delicious cervezas. You head to the cooler section at your local grocer or you belly up to the bar. A good Pacifico will go well on this beautiful, sunny Friday imported by surfers from Baja for those who live life anchors up. Now, we mentioned Bo Nix. This is a gettable question, and I know you're probably going to get it, so that's why I tried to double up. Bo Nix. Do you know the total number of starts, uh, Matt Hayes, that he has had in college football? Do you have it off the top of your head? I'm going to guess it's got to be close to 50. It's over 50, well over 50. Wow. He has now started, started, because his career is actually officially over in college. He's now trying to make it in the NFL. 61. Mm. 61 career games by Bo Nix. He flew over the previous two. Who were the top two before Bo Nix started 61 career wow. games because they were floating right around the number you just mentioned. I do know Matt. this because I remember they were every time he played, they were bringing it up. 
Is a quarterback? Wow. Is it a uh, yeah, quarterback. Okay. Most starts. Most starts as a quarterback. Uh, Chris Ricks. In that 50 range. Andrew mm. Luck. Joe Burrow. Ken Dorsey, maybe? No. no. How, many, how many years? Seven years of eligibility? <laughs> Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Uh, <coughs> this is when I got to pull yeah. my, my laptop away from Matt Hayes, even with Coach No, Campbell I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Um, uh, I'm going to say so Chris Ricks. Chris Ricks. That's a good one. No, that is a good one. That is a real good one. Wow. I'm going to say Chris Andrew Luck. Ricks. All right, for Nix's part years. in this. The only season where he lasted, started less than 11 games was in 2021, had the season-ending injury. So he still was able to total 61 starts when he had an injury that knocked him out, and that's when he was heading on to play uh, at Oregon. All right, any guesses? If you haven't hit it, I can just that's tell you a, that. That's a tough one. At least on. I haven't heard um, it. Real quick, real quick, let me think. Can I think of a quarterback that can show there forever? Hmm? Oh, Cole McCoy. Ah, someone looking on the text line right now? No, no. the text no. line The text line says Peyton Manning. Nope. Cole McCoy, so he's won it. Excellent work there. We finally got one of them. The other one? Uh, got maybe a USC quarterback? No. Sounds no. like a my Alabama quarterback might be in play. Jaden Daniels? Nope. No. The other one just got hired in his third offensive coordinator position. Hmm. Oh, Ken Dor- Cliff Kingsbury. I said Ken Dorsey already. No, nope, no, nope. I want to be Cliff. Speaking of offensive coordinators that we were talking who about is earlier, who, who is, is it? Kellen Moore? Ah. Oh yeah, he won yep. fifty. He was like fifty so, something and two or something. Kellen like Moore and Colt McCoy, fifty-three starts in their college careers. <laughs> fifty-three starts. Wow. Now let's just finish this up with just a little fun one because uh, we've been we're gonna probably drill down on the Super Bowl and some Jaguar talk with our head coach coming up here in just a second. But I'm looking for the Pro Bowl rosters, all right? The Pro Bowl rosters. See if you can give me – I see I see Matt leaning over and looking at my laptop. Oh, I know, because I'm, I'm about to change the screen. I'm literally looking at, your, at that. Right, because Super I'm Bowl about right. to change the screen. And Coach is now my witness, all right? <laughs> I, he now – and Coach, I'm trusting Coach. Because yeah, I'm not even looking. He's trustworthy. Yeah. All right, 52 different colleges – Represented across both sides of the Pro Bowl. 17 different schools represented by at least two. See how many you guys can get. Top teams bringing in the most Pro Bowlers this year. Now, keep in mind, this is not what they ended up with. This is not necessarily Gardner Minshew, what they ended up with. This was when they announced the Pro Bowl rosters. All right, LSU. All right, let's see where you are here. Um, Further down, but... They do have more than Ohio State. More than two. All right. Oh, all right. See here real quick. LSU is seventh. Ohio o- State. Ohio State is not among the top ones, believe Kentucky. it or not. Mm. Uh, nope. Because there's a couple guys mm-hmm. popping off because of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, you like the program, don't yeah, you? Yeah. I, I listen. Um, Built in the image of a, another school in the Midwest. USC. All right. Let's see here. Uh, nope. Hmm. Ohio State has two, so they're a little further down. Georgia. Georgia. All right, let me go back up. Uh, Georgia has four, so they are four. Florida has to have. I'm going to say Florida. They got Pearsall. No, 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 no. We're Pro Bowl in it. Oh, we're Pro Bowl. Bowl. Sorry, I was thinking Senior Bowl. That's why I was like. Pro Bowl rosters. Pro Bowl rosters, because they announced it in early January. That's why I said it's not Gardner Minshew. Right. He doesn't count. 
It's Pro Bowl roster. Gators haven't most, had a good pro player since Emmett yeah, Smith, so probably yeah. not. They they do not <laughs> qualify. As a matter of fact, hmm. Kentucky has one, Florida State has one, Miami has one, FAU has one, Illinois has one, Iowa State has one, Harvard has one, and Florida does not have <laughs> one. Hmm. Eastern Michigan has one. You gonna blame that on Billy? Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna blame that on all of them. Okay, from Sharknado <laughs> down, I'm gonna blame it on all um, of them. At the very top of the list is an obvious Alabama. One. Alabama. There okay, you thank go. you. Alabama has seven players on Pro Bowl rosters, but followed still. by Notre Dame with oh. six, hmm. Oklahoma with five, hmm. Georgia four. The surprise, but it's really not a surprise because these were Pro Bowl rosters. Georgia. Cincinnati has three. Two Kelseys. <laughs> and then I'm thinking right. of another school that I can think <clears throat> off the top of my head definitely has two. The University of Iowa. Iowa has three. Yeah. yeah. Iowa has three. LSU has yeah. three. Mississippi. Linderbaum and Kittle, and then yeah. who was the third? Uh, it would have Micah been. Hyde. Linderbaum made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he was in the snapshots uh, with Ross yeah. last and night. And Linderbaum's been a good player. He's a he good really player, has. man. Uh, oh, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. Yeah, Wirfs made it. How and wild mi- is that, by the way? They grew up eight miles away from each other. And Mississippi State has three. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, it's D linemen from Mississippi A&M State. A&M has three. That's Fox. all damn wrong, by the way, the guy who can't recruit. All those D linemen that they have. Yeah. yeah. And Dak, but but Boston College has two, BYU had two, Cal had two, NC State had two, Ole Miss had two, Temple, Whiskey, and Florida, Zippo. But by the way, did you guys see that stat floating around that an Alabama player drafted by that team has not scored in the Super Bowl for that team? Yeah. Hmm. That stat's been floating around the internet quite, mm-hmm. quite a bit. So. Well, the, the, when you take a look at it, there's no secret when you – go out there and you try and select players and put them on your football team uh, and coach jump in on this one because Alabama, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Georgia, that's kind of where you go hunt for for good prospects, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, those guys over history, uh, you know, that's where where it's at. Yeah, so more of them make more plays more often in, in, in the NFL. Next level. Yeah. Not in my era, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the era. We, we had a few Miami guys. Yeah, that's right. One, on Miami, one Miami guy in the Pro Bowl? What the yeah, hell is yeah, going Florida on? Florida State pretty yeah. good at that time, yeah, exactly. too. Yeah. Florida would have been, but they were on probation back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so the you always got to throw that in, don't you? <laughs> dirty hands, bro. Yeah, yeah, dirty hands. Like y'all didn't have dirty hands. All right, well, the ones that, crank, Luke. The ones that crank them out now, <laughs> definitely crank them out. All right, let's hit a that real quick, JJ. That just happened. Brought to you by... Florida Home AC, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Seth Wickersham and the investigative unit at ESPN are reporting that the Jaguars have asked FanDuel to reimburse them for some or all of the approximately $20 million stolen by a Jaguars employee over a four-year period. (laughs) I'm sure FanDuel will do that. Oh, that is beautiful. Give us our 20 mil back. I'm sure FanDuel's going to say, yeah, why not? Sure. They apparently lost another million on DraftKings, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, they haven't gone to them yet. Just a FanDuel where apparently uh, Amit Patel lost $20 million of the funds um, that then he used for various purposes. Well, I would say that the Jaguars fans are going to, you know, ask the Jaguars to reimburse them for the last seven games this <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> How about, that? How about the last 20 oh, years? 
Exactly. Right. For the last 20 years, you <laughs> want our residual <laughs> checks. You did see that one where they were asking for their money back on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't quite work out Bro, the way. Take the L and go. Apparently, yeah. I mean, come on. so apparently the source that Seth Wickersham spoke with um, said the discussions are ongoing among FanDuel, the Jaguars, and the NFL on what the source called a settlement. However, the source said, quote, the way they see it, we got this money fair and clear. It's not our problem that we have to forfeit it back to you. I would be gobsmacked if it happened. <laughs> All right, let's finish out this uh, 1 o'clock hour. Big Source has got to get on the road. We're now in the countdown before that Coleman golf cart is given away. But I'm a Sunshine State guy. I'm pretty sure people in the Northeast up there where Poxitani Phil comes from, they don't mind if winter lasts. But mm-hmm. I was damn happy that Poxitani Phil came out. Groundhog Day is today. Groundhog Day is today, people. Oh, is it? And it's did only, not see a shadow. Right? Did, did see not. A shadow? Only three weeks left of winter. That is worth a Hell round of applause. Yes. Okay. Mm. And, and and it's usually decided upon by the people inside the village there. Mm. But he did not see it. So three weeks left of winter. And I'll take it all day, man, with this beautiful sunshine that we've got. Do you mm-hmm. know, though, that PETA is coming after the folks up there? No. In, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Of course I they are. Read that. I saw it. Uh, of course they are. By the way, they all hail from Gobbler's Knob. And if you're not from St. Augustine or Jacksonville, I would like to be from Gobbler's Knob. That is one great name. Don't so, go there, man. So I, I'm just telling you, it speaks <laughs> for itself. It, it speaks for itself. So PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. My PETA right, is not pain in the A. Right. That's a different. But they PETA. are though. Right. right. I have I have two PETAs. One P I T A, and then the other one is people who eat tasty animals. So that that's my version. Mm-hmm. But PETA, they want to eliminate the groundhog from Groundhog Day celebrations. Make sense out of that. Okay, and replace the, it with what? I, you, know what the, you know what they do? They sent a letter. Like a butter version of the Groundhog? They sent the letter to Poxitani Groundhog Club's president, Todd Dunkel, asking him to replace the iconic Phil, uh, and they want him to basically be left alone, and they want to do a heads or tails of the weather forecast <laughs> and do some celebration surrounding that how about that heads or tails but that's gambling <laughs> yeah they can't oh, yeah. want that yeah a reputable sanctuary <clears throat> that will give him the care he needs and not to treat him as a wildlife prop now you're going to get the people for the ethical treatment of gamblers involved <laughs> I, I, come on leave poxitani phil alone they don't bother him for a long time before they open up that big mm. old stump and pull him out so i'm all about it three weeks of winter left big sirs you enjoy the sunshine i will i shall now, now when we come back to learner's truck accessories are you going to have a big rig uh, a couple of months. All right. Okay. We're gonna but check I, but, it out. But I, I, I've got I've got the uh, I've got the information. All I got the, the information. Car. I'm good to go. All right. Love it. All right. Enjoy the rest of your you afternoon and weekend. All right. So Big Search is heading out. Coach Campo is going to hang with us two o'clock hour on its way from Leonard Truck Accessories on XL Primetime. XL Primetime's Coach Dave Campo is brought to you by Bold City Heating and Air. Online at boldcityac.com. got our man in the house our head coach dave campo we got our motor running because we are having fun here at litter truck accessories with everything that's going on coach first thing you did we were joking earlier you tried to drive off in that uh coleman golf cart uh but they got some they got some stuff around here don't yeah, they? they do and and i'll tell you i have to give uh, uh jj some credit with yeah. that song because when you're motoring on something it's right here come Perfect. on down yeah get it, yourself it, a truck 
and you can get it honestly souped up the way you want. Absolutely, and, and that's the thing that you know Leonard Truck Accessories uh, is all about, and that's why we're happy to be here. And they will, of course, keep it rolling past their grand opening, seventy-seven thirty-nine Blanding Boulevard. Uh, but we're uh, saying thanks, XL Primetime, for having us out, uh, and all you Tintin XLers, all you Nassau County, St. Johns County. Duval, we mentioned you more often than maybe Clay sometimes, but Clay County, not to be ignored, uh, as you can come on in and enjoy everything that happens over here at Leonard Truck Accessories. So, Coach, uh, we got to get into a, a little bit of the Jaguar talk, the exodus of another coach that is now moving on. Uh, but I asked this question of everybody, and let's ask you from Tuesday to Friday, has your mind changed at all as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, you know, I, I still go by a champion is a champion mm-hmm. until they're not. Right. And, and I really think the diversity of, of what Kansas City can do, if they have to run it, they can run it. If they, if they throw it, they throw it pretty good. And really, uh, with that quarterback, I, you just can't bet against the guy. The mm-hmm. guy ha- finds a way to get it done. Is that so? I'm going with that, even though I think San Francisco is a formidable opponent. Yeah, I mean, because isn't this the best team, if you say team, that they will face? Yeah, and and that's why I like them. You know, I, I was we asked, I was asked about which as a defensive coach that I would have rather mm-hmm. harder preparing for Lamar Jackson or Mahomes, and I said. You know, if you just take Lamar Jackson at who he is, he scares you to death because right. of the ability to – when he runs, he's not just a runner. He's a, he's a, a, a home run hitter. Mm-hmm. But when you play a game, it's not just about that guy. Mahomes has got everything, can do everything, and he's got the team around him that I think that can, that, that can make it uh, happen. What is that beeping? Oh, it's not a bomb. Our burgers are ready. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I was like, where is this beeping coming from? Man, I was thinking thinking something's going to be a problem right now. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have to clear the Talk about Uh, service. Uh, Let's get back to the Super Bowl. Um, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. The discussions, even if he wins, if he loses, I said it's just going to continue, Coach Campo. Whether or not it's him, whether or not it's the system, for you, since we were going through and listing, you know, the the nine best players, as Cam Newton alluded to, that are better than Brock Purdy, there's a report floating around right now Mm -hmm. because Jed York, the, what, CEO of the San Francisco 49ers, just – met with reporters, and said that Kyle Shanahan came to him as early as August of 2022 and said to him, Brock Purdy is better than Trey Lance and better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That was his true rookie training camp. Did he include Tom Brady on that list? Uh, No, he did not. (laughs) Um, When you hear that, I mean, what does that signal to you? Well, first of all, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care if he's number 10, 9, 8, 7. The guy's a winner. And he's proven it. To go, for a guy to come into this league that far down, and believe me, the draft, you know, we're, we're on general managers all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, 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 a exact science. For a guy to come in in the seventh round and do what he's done, obviously he has guys around him. Is he the best in the league? Probably not, but who cares? The, the big thing for me is can the guy operate the system and does it with guys around him? 
can he make plays himself? And he does. The mm-hmm. two runs he had in the ball game the other day probably won the football game for him. So it's and that's not what he does the best. Right. So he finds a way, and that to me is what's important. I'm thinking to myself when you say that, and the idea of the fact that he stepped right in. How hard is it as a head coach to trust a guy that? Let's be real. He was down the depth chart to trust a guy to come in and immediately lead at that most important position. And what did he go? Seven games before he he went seven and zero, didn't he? To start, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I think in answer to your question is it's very difficult, you know, especially at that position because you know you're a uh, you have to give Shanahan a lot of credit now mm-hmm. uh, because that position is the position as far as you know your chances down the road. But he had to have seen something in the guy uh, that made him think that he could handle it. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it depends on, uh, on what he's got up here mm-hmm. as compared to what he has athletically. Right. And, and to me, that's, uh, you know, I, I hate to bring up Quincy Carter all the time, but, you know, I had Quincy Carter, and Quincy Carter had everything but up here mm-hmm. and, and, you know he had athletic ability right. at Georgia he could run he could do all kinds of things but really you don't uh, if I had my choice I wouldn't have started him the first, as a as, a, as mm-hmm. a young player here's another thing too and you can speak to this as well is I, I think when the outside noise of who is this guy who is Brock Purdy you know there's guys that could do just what he's doing but inside that locker room, once those, once the rest of his teammates believe, Absolutely. it's over, man. They don't care what anybody else says, right? Yep. It's confidence. If that team is convinced that, that we have the right guy, and when we, he hits the field, he has poise, he has confidence, he has the ability. He, he's one of the best processors that I've seen. I mean, he, the, the blitz doesn't seem to bother him. So, you know, when, when they see that, hey, there, there's the confidence right there. And, and, and I think that's what's important more than anything else. And the processing is just so critical, too. Absolutely. That's I mean, the thing that separates That's what a lot Brady of guys. had. That's what, right. And also exactly. what separates a guy from playing well and a guy who has turnovers. A- absolutely. Right? And Mahomes walking up to the line of scrimmage and getting the, inviting them to do something yeah, so absolutely. he can do something else. Yeah. And here's the exact quote, by the way. So Kyle Shanahan went to Jed York, this is August of 2022, and said, Jed, I think our third-string quarterback is our best quarterback. Then a couple weeks later, he goes to Jed York and says, you know, I think that Brock will be our quarterback at some point. That was all before Trey Lance's injury, before Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. And yeah. remember, Tommy, Tom Brady had to come out and kind of talk about the idea that that report was floated out that they had approached Brock and, and, and even got him to rekindle the story about, hey, if it doesn't go the way you and we hope it goes, Tom might be in play. And he said, after all I did. And so, anyway, it was a good story. Well, the good thing, I mean, the thing it shows more than anything else is, is number one, it shows Brock Purdy. What he what he has because I I value has. Kyle Shanahan's opinion. And that's that's mm-hmm. perhaps was, over any other offensive. That's coach. why I, that's number two is you got to credit Shanahan with making that decision and, and understanding that that he could do what he wanted him to do to give the team a chance to and win and to say we were wrong. Yeah, oh yeah. Or oh, we no. got or we we and got somebody better. Like not a, yeah. not 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 <laughs> afraid to admit. Right. Absolutely. And say 
Number two, what, 256 yep. is better than number three. Well, we just had a, a situation in, uh, recently where we are saying, uh, why didn't the uh, uh, GM of the Jaguars say mm-hmm. I was part of right. the way, Raise why your everything hand. went? It, it, you know, so I think it, 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 give, it, it really, I think the Shanahan's maybe the best in the business right now. So let's carry this over into the next conversation because – I'm not like leaning in on Doug and getting, you know going after him or anything like that because I think he's a bright offensive mind. But let's pair up all the guys that we just mentioned that have been able to take a quarterback to the next level or take a quarterback who was thrown into the fire and make him perform. Doug and Trev seem like magic, right? At the yep. end of last yep. year yep. or at the end of the 22 season, and then we right. all know it didn't happen in the end. So let's at least talk about that because I feel like he has to feel some pressure to deliver like Shanahan has delivered with Brock Purdy. We'll do that coming up. We are hanging out at Leonard Truck Accessories on Blanding Boulevard, <laughs> 7739 Blanding Boulevard. You'll see this enormous selection inside the showroom and, of course, right there on the lot. Food truck still out there hanging out. We even had our food truck uh, burgers hand-delivered to us. We're spoiled that way at Leonard Truck Accessories. Be out there soaking up the moonlight. Stick out a little piece of shoreline. I've got the perfect place in mind. It's in the middle of nowhere. Only one way to get there. You got to get a little mud on. XL Primetime, brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL. I would like for all of you Nooners to know I just received a text from a former colleague of mine at First Coast News. I'll refrain from saying who it is. Almost pulled the news car over on the highway after hearing beeping on your show and thought (laughs) something was going to explode Glad your burgers are ready. Great show today. Uh, you will I bet. be. You all will be happy to know that Coach Campo just got his beeper for his burger here at Leonard's Trucks. Yes. He has handed it to Tom Fridley so that <laughs> Tom Champion can handle it uh, wow. and make sure we don't hear that beeping in the background and everyone thinks everything's going to be I was a little excited. You were dancing to that rock. Well, listen, there, listen. Uh, I, I'm a country music fan. My my wife was a country music uh, dancer. A really? contest dancer. Really? So she taught me how to do the country swing. Oh, of course, yeah. I knew a little jitterbug, mm-hmm. and it's very similar. Come so make it work. You know, right. the, the, yeah. No, I, I'm a country music fan. That, that gets I me I do going. love the um, – the First Coast news people, they're used to listening for that police scanner, so that's probably why they heard that beep, and they were ready to uh, deploy uh, cameras, mics, uh, everything uh, to find out. But, yeah, uh, safe and sound. If it was Sweet Lou, I love you, man, if it was Sweet Lou. Um, and if it wasn't, we still love Lou Turner. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Who, but, by the way, I was informed today, um, won't, won't reveal that source either, um, apparently uh, Players Girl Mandarin is a yeah. watering hole for Lou Turner. Oh, I don't doubt it. Uh, where is he when we're going to be there next Friday? Friday, Lou, if you're listening, man, oh, man. Might have to have him out, but uh, the, the, the guy works all day Monday and then does the weather on Tuesday, pulls himself like a 48-hour shift, so he's got it going on. The um, the, the music, though, you go back to that, and I, I, I tell you, I was a Bubba back in the day. Oh, yeah. And so I can remember one of these songs playing as we were stuck in a mud hole. This is how dumb we were. Uh, I had an old Chevy Blazer in a – we in, I could name all the guys, but they all had their ultra. And, and this was like one of the first times I had big tires on my blazer, and I was ready to go. And we get in this mud hole and get stuck and cannot come out. And the next thing I know, I look down, 
and there's mud coming in my truck. <laughs> and it's just oh, seeping right through the door. We that. were way down. Someone had to pull us out, and I had to pull it back to the shop. And my dad looked at me and like, you are an idiot, son. And he goes, you know what you're going to do? You're going to wash it first, and then you're going to fix it. So well, Two of my boys just bought trucks. <laughs> oh, boy. And then I'm looking at those tires over mm-hmm. there because they need some big tires. Oh, yeah. and they're going to be out here. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> hey, that's what we like to hear. Yeah. Grand opening good. on yes. Blanding Boulevard of Leonard's Trucks. So even if you can't stop by for today's grand opening, which we are going to do the raffle, or have yeah, we done the I would the think raffle it's coming up pretty soon. Of that golf we, cart. We've left them in charge. All right, so, so we're going to be doing that. We, we cannot fix this contest. It, it may be a grand opening, <laughs> yeah. but they are open now, so stop yeah. on Five by. Five minutes, he says. I'm seeing truck beds on sale. I'm, I'm seeing, obviously, the, the spray-in. Mm-hmm. That, bed that liners. The bed mm-hmm. liner was another option, so make sure you stop on by at some point here in their first few weeks of operation. Yep, five minutes before they do the drawing, which will be cool. Uh, and it's funny, I'm laughing when we're looking at some of the things that's uh, out there on social media. You know what you can count on here, but the NFL uh, wants to make you think that they don't delve in gambling. Okay, Mia mentioned the story earlier that someone, uh, someone's going to try and recoup the $20 million that uh, the JAG employee <laughs> uh, duped out of the franchise. <laughs> They're going after FanDuel, or is it? Yeah, it's FanDuel. Yeah, it is FanDuel. Yeah, it's FanDuel. Yeah. yeah. So this is, it just cracks me up. The NFL, the NFL says from kickoff to the end of the Super Bowl, there will only be two commercials for legal sports books. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah. uh, NFL. Yeah. After you pepper your entire season <laughs> with gambling ads and show us things left and right, you're going to try and make us feel like you have feelings for people to make right. sure that they – we're just trying to be responsible yeah, here. Yeah, they don't – Imagine they don't, only two They're spots. worried about the guys over-gambling, right? <laughs> Imagine telling, like, Boris and Rocco you want the $20 million back. Oh, my gosh. You know? That's not going to go well. No. How's that going to go? No, not well at all, no. <laughs> all right, let's go back to the question that we asked Coach earlier because – there should be some pressure on any head coach to, to get back to the playoffs. We know that. You, have, you certainly understand that. But what about the pressure with the Shanahan success with the last pick in the draft, with Mike McDaniel taking Tua when people thought maybe Tua was teetering on, nah, he's not the guy. And we can go down the line with all the other guys. The special players and special coaches connection payoff. Doug feeling pressure to make sure that he do because he is a offensive and quarterback guy. Well, he's feeling pressure to fix the offense, mm-hmm. and part of it is making sure that Trevor uh, is, you know, goes to his best ability wise. And and obviously, I, I saw somewhere today 30, 33 turnovers or something in three years or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I I might be wrong. Sixty on that. in three years. Oh, 60 in three years. Yeah. Whatever it is, uh, you know, he's got to do something there. And and uh, I. I I don't know if he feel will feel pressure, pressure about necessarily the, the one guy. I think he's going to feel pressure that the offense has got to get going, mm-hmm. and and that obviously is big with what Trevor does. But sure. he but he clearly has a little. He has, okay. This is now it'll be year four for him. Yeah. He, he cannot go through another year where he's turned the ball over twenty right. times. Correct. So he's going in the next season with the idea of look, it has to change drastically right not just i need a little change here a little change there right it's got to change drastically right yes no question about it uh you can't win in this league with turnovers no matter how what your turnover level is and uh your 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 talent level excuse me Mm -hmm. you know you can't turn the ball over that's it what was the uh six game stretch 12 touchdowns one turnover at mm -hmm. the end of last season so you thought 
like Matt's saying, you thought that you'd turn a major corner, right. that you would clean that part of it up. Right. But you like, like coaches used to say, well, you know, I can deal with the turnovers because he gives you big plays. But you can't. No. You the only can. place maybe you can is up in Buffalo with Josh Allen, where it's a two to one he ratio. He makes up for it, yeah. yeah. And he, even then, it still has cost them at times. Not only that, he he's not up at twenty either, is he? No, no. Well, yeah. he uh, he was ahead of Trevor for most of the year. Yeah, he so. is a, he averaged, and I'd have to go back and look, but he averaged a turnover a game for a season. Like he went seventeen. But he also he's averaged also two a, touchdowns. Yeah, he's yes. also, but he's also yes. a different player too. They're not yeah, the right. same type player. But either. everything that we say is true. He made up for yeah. it. Yeah. Every single time, like, look, they lost their share, and, and they didn't win that last game against Kansas City, but he kept them in ball games with plays after he might have cost them Look, the last, the the last six games of the year, okay, uh, and again, uh, I love you, Matt. You're, you're, you're one of my favorites, but when you talk about it's an excuse with injury, uh, it, things didn't go south until Trevor got hurt and we lost Kirk. Those two things – coincide almost at the same and cam. time and cam was yeah. gone mo- a yeah. lot yeah because well he was gone when that yeah when, when they went in started. december that's right. when he got hurt uh, right. i'll remind yeah. everybody that dave camp was a coach too, so remember <laughs> that okay and and the way i look at it is uh i thought he turned the corner basically last year and into the beginning of this season and and i i don't i i can't remember how many turnovers he had during that eight and that uh, when they were eight and three, mm-hmm. but that offense, the offense wasn't. It was weird. The offense was still clunky when they were yeah, eight and three. Yeah, there, there was some clunkiness, that's for sure. And that, to me, I think they'll fix the turnovers. Personally, I really do. And and do they now, fix the clunkiness? The clunkiness has got to be done as well. The clunkiness and, stems from design, though. Yeah. And so that brings us back to this passing game coordinator. Whether you believe it's an important role or not. When it comes to filling this position, which, again, was previously held by Jim Bob Cooter two years ago, who was not from Doug's system, hadn't worked with Doug. Mike McCoy had not really worked with Doug Peterson. Then you fill that void last year with someone from the tree. So philosophically, big picture. We were talking, Coach Campo, about do you go out and get someone from Shanahan's tree, Mike McDaniel. What do you do now with this vacancy from Nick Holes going to Tennessee? Yeah, uh, well, I think they'll hire somebody for sure. And well, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to bring somebody in. Right. Uh, somebody he knows, right? Yes. Exactly. So you think it's somebody he knows? Yes, personally, I do. I think that uh, trust is even more important now when the pressure's on. You, you got, I think that's why he went in the direction he did on defense because he, he had, you know, he got somebody that he really feels comfortable with, which I don't believe he did with Mike Caldwell. I think he took the available guy that, uh, had some background with some people maybe that he knew. But I think uh, this is going to be an important hire for him, in my opinion. I think it's going to be somebody probably from the Andy Reid tree, uh, whoever that is. I don't know who it is, but uh, I think that's the direction he'll go. All right, let's take a break. One more segment to go, and we will reveal the winner of that $8,000 Coleman golf cart. This is XL Primetime. People got their ways coping. Oh, and I got mine. I drive your truck. This is XL Primetime, protected by Preferred Roofing on 1010XL. I, I, honestly, I've been put in such a good mood today because here I'm in my element, okay? You guys knew, uh, no, I, I grew up blue collar. Uh, Casey's glass 
paint and radiators shaped me back in the day, but this music shaped me back in the day. And I can remember I had this old S10 that I might have gotten into an accident with. I know you won't be shocked by that, but I had messed up the front end and the radio, so I had to have a boom box, okay, in my S10. Yes, I had the boom box. So then, TLD, you'd get her on a date, and you'd get her in the car or the truck, and you're talking and whatnot, and you knew that it was the right time when you took that boom box and you moved it on the other side <laughs> of her, and you got her to slide over. And then all of a sudden, it was a different, tricky, that was a different, you? different part of the night. And, and I'm telling you, JJ playing some of this old stuff, it's oh, good. It's beautiful. Bring back memories, and, huh? Good memories. Yes, and I'm picturing him in Slow Cala. Did you have the old pickup, JJ, in Slow Cala? Oh, yeah. My first car was a 1995 GMC Sierra uh, five-speed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Look at that. Had to learn and how so to drive were you a running stick. Some, were you running some country through the speakers? Yeah, I actually love that song. That song is from a guy who used to play f- football at Clemson, by the way. That oh. is awesome. That is awesome. All right, good stuff. Uh, I almost feel like we might ask – keep John Henderson in, but we might ask uh, Motley Crue to take, take that – you know, the afternoon off, okay? Oh, uh, play and, another truck song? And you might have to come up with a truck song that we can finish up with. Man, oh uh, man. It's up to you, JJ. It's just, just depending on how you want to go with that. By the way, we will have our, our props coming up on Monday, a full lineup of prop bets for Super Bowl LVI, uh, and get you guys in on it. And We'll set it up on Monday, but I'm looking at them right now. This is, of course, the comedic part of the prop bets. How long... Will Taylor Swift be shown live? They'll probably go with a, a stopwatch and a total time. <laughs> Will Taylor Swift be holding a drink during the live shot? <laughs> oh, gosh. Which song will Tony Romo make football reference first? Will Travis Kelsey propose oh, to Taylor yeah, Swift I hope not on, on the field? <sighs> will Taylor Swift be seen crying if the Chiefs lose? And will Taylor Swift win record of the year Grammy and Travis Kelsey score a touchdown? Well, the Grammy yeah. is Sunday, this mm-hmm. Sunday. So yeah. we will know half of that prop. Well, combo action. Yeah. How will, uh, I would add one to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many times will we see Taylor hugging Brittany Mahomes? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Coach, we may introduce that as a wild card prop. <laughs> I have a question for Coach. Oh, yeah. So when you asked about the you know pro- proposal uh, prop, that one's a tough one to say. Uh, Coach was very adamant, like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Why? Well, because I, I think that takes away from the Super Bowl. If it's after yeah, the You game. know, she's been fine. You anti-Swifter. She, she's been fine. Yeah. You know, and, and everything is fine there. But to me, that takes away from, from the game. Game yeah. that, that even if it's after looking at yeah. even if it's after the game yeah it's like Boise and the State. confetti's falling yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. that's fair I don't think that's fair to her either yeah you're saying right. it's not we it's oh, me wow, it's I love that. that I yeah. lo- I like that part of it yeah. it's romantic. just not fair to her yeah. is that yeah. really how you want to have your you know, engagement be upstage let's go in a romantic spot somewhere not on the field all sweaty after the ball game I mean come on man good point. It's How about Don Juan here, here point. Man, huh? <laughs> listen, he's smart. We're he's all smart, man, man here, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, listen, my wife's nine years younger than I am. I had to do something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done, Cam. And by <laughs> the way, we had Dion, one of the dudes here that, that runs Leonard uh, Truck Accessories, come in with a cowboy flag yeah. so Coach could sign it up. And so your cowboy 
fandom is still out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know. Even though you're, you're a diehard Jaguar now. When you're there for 19 years, you know, obviously I, I, I root for them every time except when they play the Jags. Yeah, I exactly. am now a uh, honorary, definite Jags fan. <laughs> By the way, I mentioned Romo. I, I, we may even have to, like, Ooh. create a prop bet as well. Oh. Thank you, Tony. Will he be saying or making those noises next to Jim Nance uh, a, a week from Sunday? Do you because think he was told not there's to? There's a reported rift between these two. Oh, they're not? Between Nance and Romo? Yes. Really? Yes. Like, they're like, they could, like, they're not Brittany and Taylor right now. But <laughs> is it because they're reading all of these sports media headlines about the magic is lost, it's not there, he's not doing the ooh-ah? So yeah. I would almost lean in towards – is he going to do it more to try to give the aura of, no, we're still what we were in 2019? I just wonder because there's – there, uh, like I'm supposing there have been in these big booths friction at times because one guy goes off the rails and becomes a different guy than what he was. And they did seem like they were just perfect, perfect in a broadcast booth for one another. And, and it friction. is strange. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I, I, yeah. I, but it, it definitely has been talked about in the media circle. One other headline from the National Football League before we get ready to say goodbye, and I think we'll get that name of of the golf cart winner at some point here in the next 15 minutes or so before we head off and hand it off to the Frangie Show. Oh, Oh, actually. Wow. Hold on. Get the drum roll. JJ. Drum roll, roll, please. The envelope. Is this the bedliner right here? Oh, this is it. I I could read. Yeah, yeah, all right. This is awesome. This is awesome. I think that says Matt H. Yeah, we need that drum roll. A $500 gift card to Leonard Truck Accessories goes to Sandra S. All right. Round of applause. Congrats, Sandra. And the golf cart, it is also a name that has the first and last with the same letter. The golf cart, valued at $8,000 from Leonard Truck Accessories goes to Robert R. All right, Robert. All right. That is awesome. You know, Robert's driving around right oh now. My yeah, God. He's, he's oh, my God. Yeah, he just had a heart attack. He just had a heart attack. We already sent a couple cars off to the side of the road <laughs> yeah. from the beeping, and now yeah. forget about it. I just wanted to say, Joe C. No, <laughs> it, it wasn't going to happen. Darn it. All right, congratulations yeah. to all. He's driving around. He's got the Lebowski move going on. Oh, pumping this yeah. oh my God. You know, he's yeah. just loving it As long right as now. he doesn't use two hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, Coach, uh, coming out of the Senior Bowl, because you certainly have been involved in that, and we were mentioning some of the things earlier. Guys are pressed to perform. They're pressed into maybe an uncomfortable situation. Got to learn fast. Got to assimilate. You know, all that stuff. What are you thinking uh, the whole, the sum total of Senior Bowl week? Well, first of all, let me, uh, I agree that, that uh, it's the first time that they are really uh, in a position where they're dealing with professionals. You know, everybody there is, is pretty darn good as a player, but you got the coaches down there. You get, this is the first time they've had to do all of the things mm-hmm. that you look at as a professional. So that's the first thing you look at. I don't think the game itself and practice, I think you can help yourself a great deal, but you can't hurt yourself as much as you help yourself. In like other a, words, like a Bo Nix bad practice. Yeah, is not that. that is not. You know, it's it's the overall picture that you're looking at. But if a guy performs in that situation, mm-hmm. you can help yourself because he's performing for the first time against guys that supposedly are as good as he is. Right. At whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. whether it's blocking, tackling, or blocking. Uh, 
one-on-one, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. Because, honestly, that's what it comes down to, Matt, is that you're trying to impress whomever has eyes on you. And the the beautiful thing about Senior Bowl week, and this is just the beginning of this long, long long-form evaluation, everybody has eyes on you. Everybody potentially thinking about where you might fit in on their draft board. It's also, Dave, it's can they be a professional? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you a professional? Right. Right? Right. Not just on the field. Are you? Do you handle yourself with professionalism? Right. Absolutely. Because you guys, like when you were there, you don't want anyone that's late to a meeting. No. That's that's no. You know, not that's that's blowing a play three times straight. Absolutely. Like and it's okay, it's okay to get beat, but if you blow the play, right? Correct. Yeah. Those are the things that they look at, and at the same time, uh, you have to take into consideration. I heard you say this yourself. You know. Uh, one receiver catches the ball better than another maybe because the quarterback and the receiver work together. Right. So you don't even take when a guy's not gets exactly where he needs to get as a receiver when there's a miss, you don't take that. In other words, if a guy makes a great catch, that's more important than whether or not right. he's right in the right spot because right. they have so little time to get prepared. All right, we wrap our show up here. We will say hello to the Francis Show coming up in a few minutes. They'll get rocking and rolling, and uh, a big thanks to Leonard. We'll uh, brag on them uh, coming up one more time. Before we are done, it is XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Let's get ready for the Francis Show. We'll say hello to Lauren Brooks right now. What is happening? Well, I didn't win a golf cart today, Joe. I can tell you that right now. Neither uh, did we, Lauren. Neither <laughs> did we. Who was the, uh, was it Robert R? Yep, Robert yeah, Robert R. Robert R. Yeah. Robert R., I don't know where you are, but I need, uh, Robert Redford, is it you? Well, like, I know at least one Robert R. If it's his, <sighs> man, I'll be jealous. You'll get to go for a ride then. Huh? You get to go for a ride. Yeah, then. that is true. That is true. That's, that's possible. So what's, <laughs> what's cooking for the Frangie Show? Well, I'm sure you saw some pictures on Twitter. We had our first walk-off charities clinic today at the new ballpark, Fort Family, and that was an absolute blast. So I'm sure Frank will tell everybody about that. And, of course, we'll get into Jaguars football like y'all have, some college football, and we have Pete Prisco joining us as well at 4 o'clock. And Pete's been at the Senior Bowl. I think. Yeah, because I yeah, heard he a couple. Goes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did go. Yeah, yeah. yeah so – eval for the talent coming into the league. All right, that sounds good, Lauren. We'll be listening. Thanks. All right, thanks. Y'all have a great weekend. All right, too. I'm pretty sure Pete was there because I was listening to uh, uh, with the first pick, which is Rick Spielman he typically uh, goes and, there, and Ryan yeah. Wilson. And so I'm yeah. pretty sure because uh, Wilson was talking about Pete was just saying, hey, you need to look at this guy, look at this guy. And, you know, he goes. He, he tries to – he doesn't lock in on guys, but – you know, he might have he likes to his think he's darlings like Matt has. You know, when he, <laughs> Matt has those quarterback darlings that he falls in love with. I don't know how you do it at the Senior Bowl, to be honest with you, yeah. as a coach. Because mm-hmm. when I was there at the Senior Bowl, there's always somebody looking for a job, always, always talk about this and that. So the practice is going on, and you're talking. You're really not paying attention. <laughs> really? I watched it on, on film, mm-hmm. you know, wow. because he, he just, you know, it's a big job. Sir, it's yeah. a networking oh, event. No yeah. question about it. Anybody well, I mean, that doesn't have a job is going to find the one that somebody that has a job. How does that compare to the combine then? Uh, the combine's different because it's so spread out and everything. You know, the, the, you, you go into the, the lobbies out here. If you want to stay out in the lobby, you're going to get the same operation. But you go into the stadium, so you you, you really you you could get a loan if you once want. you get into into Lucas Oil Field. That's where yeah, it's yeah. just ball. Yeah, and you're, either that or you're in a suite if your your team has a suite or whatever. So 
Yeah. All right, we had a great time. Let's say thanks to Leonard Truck Accessories one more time. Big shout-out to you guys on Blanding Boulevard. We really well done. appreciate Tell it. Us. That's for round sure. Round of applause, even. Don't forget, 7739 Blanding Boulevard. That means you can cruise through here anytime. Check out everything that they've got going on. You know, you look around. You either get in your truck or get out. Just look and say, you know what? I probably could I like to take a look at what I might be able to add to it, and you definitely can here. So someone, more than one, got killer prizes today, but you can get killer deals here as well. Leonard Truck Accessories on Blanding Boulevard. We are done. Joe C., me, O'Brien, Matty Hayes, Big Surce, and Coach Campbell. Big thanks to Tommy Champion uh, for getting it done here. I go back to JJville not knowing exactly what he's going to do <laughs> with our Friday anthem. So, JJville, it is all yours. Come on, Joe. That ain't good enough. You got to set the blood out my mouth. Let's go, baby. Whoa!